I always say, I get this question all the time. Would you ever do that celebrity boxing stuff? Yeah. Dude, A, he's on the term celebrity. Yeah. Also, B, if you see, if, if you're, if you're here with Bert, you know, a year from now yeah. and you're like, damn, you see Shobbs fighting fucking Nick Lachey, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like business isn't going well. 100%. <laughs> My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. Wow, how have I been living like this? It's kind of like when you find out that you've been paying a fortune for wireless. When Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month, when you purchase a three-month plan, more like, wow, how have I been affording this? It's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. We use Mint Mobile at the office and we have been saving so much money since switching over and setting up on Mint Mobile's website was super easy. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash bears. That's mintmobile.com slash bears. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash bears. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 per month. New customers on first three months plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. You got a black belt though, right? Yeah, dog. No. Oh, okay. Just making sure. <laughs> What's up, man? I mean, I just, you know. I was You're skeptical? Gonna, yeah, I just wanted, I mean, you actually have one? I have one. Oh, okay, okay. I okay, actually okay. have one. Okay. I sound like my son right now. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. That's how it went down. Yeah? Yeah, that's how it went down because I signed him up for jiu-jitsu and then he's going and, you know, I'm taking the side coaching him and then we're walking out and he goes, dad, look, I mean, look at that. Look at the instructor, dad. He has a black belt. And, yeah. You know, he's like, big dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's cool. And he goes, do you think you could beat him up? I go, me? Your dad? He's yeah. I go, Tiger, I'm. I beat up all the guys in the geese right there at one time. He goes, no. <laughs> and he goes, he goes, you're a black belt. I go, and I, my thing is I never lied to him. Like, you know, I'll tell like yeah. stories where I never want to lie to him. Yeah. And he goes, you have a black belt. I go, dude, like, like physically, do I have one at home? Yeah. No. But like your dad has the skill, like, you can like, we can call my coaches. This is yeah, me. I'm yeah. like, we'll call my coach right now. <laughs> and he's five, right? He's five. I'm like, I'll call him up right now, bitch. Like, What's up? Dude? I'll call him yeah, right now. Yeah. He'll vouch for me. Yeah. He's like, but you don't have one. I'm like, I don't. I don't. But you know what we're gonna do? Yeah. And so I call my coach right now, right, right there on the spot in the car. He's on the spot. My son's like half sleeping in the back. I'm like, wake up, bitch. Yeah. I'm like, hey, coach. You know, you've been telling me for like the last two years to come out to Denver, New York to get my black belt. He's like, yeah. I'm like, I'm coming this fucking Friday and bring my kid. He's like, cool. We'll be ready to go. Booked the ticket, flew out there, rolled with the guys. So your like, black belt was essentially waiting for you? Yeah. Yep. Wow. So for years, for years, years, years. So, and when did you, you started jujitsu in, was it 07? Is that what I, yeah, so 07, 07. And did you come into it with any wrestling background? No, zero. None. Did you take to it right away? Right away. Right away. I just had like this weird knack for it. And then I was just drawn to jujitsu. And then Shane Carwin, who's the heavyweight champ at the time, me and him walked in the gym at the same time. He only had one fight, but was like still working all the time. Mm -hmm. And then we we're just two big boys. Then he took me under his wing. And then he was friends with the head coach, Lister Bowling at University of Northern Colorado, which is the only division one wrestling program in Colorado. Mm -hmm. But it was like an hour and a half drive. So we'd drive three times a week and I'd work out with the team wrestling and I'd go against their heavyweights. And even with like minimal training, I was doing pretty well. Against their heavyweights. Yeah, and Shane was like, dude, like you could do this. I'm like, you think? He's like, this, this is what they do, man. He's yeah. like, you're not doing bad. I was like, all right, fuck it. And was Carwin a good wrestler? 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. National yeah. champion at Western. And, and his jiu-jitsu was good. Uh, he, no, he was so big. He was like, uh, you know, what's the, the, the thing from the, the oh, I see. Fantastic like Four. More he's just like, like yeah. good luck arm barring that fucking, you know, right. rhinoceros. You know, right, it was right. like a nightmare. He was right. just anti-wrestling, like basically anti-jiu-jitsu. Really? Yeah, he's a monster. Because you have to be a little more fluid to be good at jiu-jitsu. Yeah, he's yeah. just like a meathead. We yeah. were both meatheads, but he's more meathead. I fucking hated wrestling. I did it one year in school. I hated it. It's tough, man. It wasn't even like the work. I'm, I'm not saying like I don't like the work. I hated, like I hate, uh, the head you know, we're just being like pressed up against the head, the neck. You know what I mean? Like any of that shit, I was like fucking get, like I like, I like boxing workouts. I like Are it, you a but, hugger though? My hugger? Yeah. Like, do you like, like, when I came in here, I didn't give you a hu hug. You yeah, know? I kind of, it kind of sucked. I like hugs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you do? Yeah. I was going to, I was worried about your arm, you know. No, it's fine. All okay. right. Can we can hug on the way out. 100%. Cool. Dude. All right. Yeah. Give me a big fucking Talk hug. Okay? I'll fucking hug you. You're going to hug the shit out of me? Hell yeah. Man. Okay. Yeah. And your producer. Yeah. But I don't, fucking neck. Can I tell you that even like playing around, not that this is, but like fucking around, somebody like goes like this to you, I fucking. You freak out? Freak out. Yeah, I yeah. really don't like it. You don't no. like when someone touches your neck. I don't like it at all. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't care. Any none of that stuff bothers me. Yeah. Yeah, I, I embrace all. But of I that. did embrace. I embraced uh, boxing workouts immediately. I loved it. Are you do? But uh, you can't do them now. I, I have to wait a little bit. Yeah. But, but you're gonna wouldn't when you get back to Austin, you're find a coach and shit. Yeah, yeah, because I, I enjoy it though. You know, like there, with it's any a good sport, workout. it's a great workout. It's a. It's, I know it's not the same as like spike. I've only sparred like a couple times. Don't but spar. I'm not gonna do it anymore. Smart people don't spar. I'm not gonna spar anymore. But the whole thing is that like I do also find that working making the skill set better also feels like you know you feel like you're getting better at it. It's cool. You have to have and when the, you're getting better, like you're burning calories. Like yeah, it's, it's a cool goal. Yeah, yeah, and I and the workouts are enjoy. Like you know you have like a really good mitt session with somebody it feels you great feel the rhythm of it you know yeah. it feels you nice. come home tell christina i'm thinking about yeah. take a fight yeah do you know you're watching that, floyd logan like i bet you i'd fuck yeah. floyd up fuck him up <laughs> the word the That's because that became big it was and it started to become like the, now it's like it's completely like pop culture celebrity but it started about two years ago like that's when it kind of started started in that time when i was working out at a gym one of the guys was like you know you could probably take a fight and i was like i'm sorry <laughs> And he was like, like Staples Center? And I was like, Staples Center what? Yeah, what? You what? Was, we were, I mean, I'll... He, and he was like, no, you could fight like... And he was like one of your friends, one of your comedian friends or something. And I was like, I'm good. He was like, do you know how much money you can make? And I was like, do you know how much I make now? Yeah, bitch, do you know... Like, I always say, I get this question all the time. Would you ever do that celebrity box and stuff? Yeah. Dude, A, he's on the term celebrity. Yeah. Also, B... If you see if if you're if you're here with Bert, you know, a year from now, yeah, and you're like, damn, you see Shobbs fighting fucking Nick Lachey, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like business isn't going well. Yeah, no. Like I'm not selling tickets on the road. Yeah. Stand up has shit the bed. It has. The podcasts aren't going and well. And also, you're probably gonna catch a fucking attempted murder charge <laughs> if you fight like a, beat the shit in. Oh my god. Him or Mario dude. Lopez both can get it. Yeah, they can both get it. But huh? I'd never do it. Unless The Rock like came after me. Yeah. Like talking shit all the time would you love that though to like if it was against like the world's superhero like the, the rock the rock here's, actually here's the Dwayne. problem even my mom wouldn't be rooting for me no, you know no. what i'm saying like everybody loves the rock everyone loves the like rock. i would just be like the heel i, know. I don't want my i'm too sensitive yeah but like i just can hate shit i'll all tell the you who'd be in your corner this guy right this here. guy yeah <laughs> i'd be like fuck you Dwayne. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you Dwayne. yeah i'll be talking mad shit dude. yeah unless like the rock comes after me i'm not partaking god i man. wish i wish he didn't have so much going on <laughs> so that he could find a beef have you ever you. seen his schedule 
I've, I mean, I, you know, I follow him. How much money do you need, dude? Like, I, I, calm the fuck down. It's, you you know, don't need to do all those movies. Go home. 4.30 a.m. workouts. Like, 4.30 a.m.? He's like, I need my anchor. It's, yeah. it's, like, it's like Mark Wahlberg. He's like, I wake up same, at 3. Same. I go to bed at 6. I, you know, I did a movie with him. And oh, really? I was, asked, I was like, is that for real? And they were like, bro, he, like, we had 7 a.m. call times or 6 a.m. certain days. And they're like, he is coming from the gym here. And they're like, what he hates are these, uh, any like night shoots. Cause it fucks up his, oh, wow. he goes to bed at like yeah. fucking seven o'clock at night. So his yeah. kids are like, dad's so boring. So boring. You get two hours with dad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's his, also chill out though. You know? his, it is. It's hey, a Mark, lot. You chill out. Like yeah. I see those things. I'm like, nah, Do you know I what I think it. happens to these guys though? And it's the same kind of guy. It's Mark Wahlberg. It's the rock, Kevin Hart, Vin Diesel. Vin, uh, so <laughs> uh, see, I was a test. Yeah. Yeah. You pass. Yeah. You pass. Yeah. yeah. He's nowhere. Yeah. He's not on that list. Come on, man. Yeah, come on. Doc. So, but the, Tom Cruise, this, this is what, when you hit the upper, the top, top tier of like, you're a top five box office draw in the world. And you actually, you, you get to sit in it for a moment. You're like this, holy shit. I do a movie and like millions of people buy tickets and I'm on the lists and I make just unimaginable amount of money it's too addictive it's, it's too much of a rush and your your natural competitive juices take over and you go i want to stay here and and progress i want to be You're i want to i'm number off. three yeah yeah and and those guys all have that thing and then they all have a physical component to to their lifestyle and who they are they're all words, monsters like tom cruise is a Animal. That guy's fucking like sixty, and he's doing monster. He's doing action, doing his own stunts. Monster, monster, Mark. You know, how long are we gonna pretend they're all not on juice, huh? How long are we gonna do that? How long do you want to do that? <laughs> I mean, we're just the all gonna assume we're on the same protein powder. The funniest is is the rocks, though, because isn't it great? It's it's great because I don't, I don't think people really understand that you don't just carry two sixty five in muscle with no body five percent <laughs> like you just and don't. he'll be like cheat day <laughs> and you're like yeah you're oh, by the way scroll up a little bit scroll up. he always has that smile on these see that right there that that smile is in like every post but Dude, like he's, he's so vascular so juicy and yeah 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 of course and but, but also why like if my agent called me up right now and was like hey shab uh crazy man they don't even need to audition you're in the next batman but yeah. you gotta put on 20 pounds of lean muscle I would say call up the rocks guy right now and stick it in my ass. Stick it in me. St yeah. Dude, whatever it takes. Oh, yeah. I don't care why people care. I don't care. I think it's great. I wish they talked about it more. I wish we did. I wish they were more open about it. Oh, no. that's. You know what that is, man? That's a lot of water. You got to drink water every day. And you got to eat beast. chicken. He's, he's an animal. He does work his ass off. He does but. work his ass. Of course he does. But you mean to tell me there's... You, you mean to tell me... Uh, it's just fucking creatine powder and uh, avocado. It, isn't it weird we all act like it? Yeah. Yeah, everyone's like... Ugh. And they also act like if you go juice, they're like, you're fucking jealous or you're bitter or you wish you could... F and you're like, hey, man, I thought we were talking about the obvious right Yeah, I, like, I thought everyone knew. Yeah. It's, it, but, and I'm cool with it, though. He's fucking Black Adam. Yeah, yeah. dude, get juicy. Look at, look at this one right here. Look at this other shirt. Yeah. Click on that. I don't have to play the volume. I'm just like... Dude, he has tits for days, uh, too. Come on, bro. No, he's a monster, dude. <laughs> and also, he's this is a man in his late forties. <laughs> let's let's not forget that he's not late like no. twenty one. Like a young spring yeah. chicken. Look at this fucking when he jacked. when he breathes, his muscles are like Arr! jacked, so jacked. 
No, I celebrate. If you did, if this was a not famous person and you saw this guy, you'd shit your pants. Everybody would be like, "Oh my fucking god, look at who this guy is." No, dude, if you saw, if, if he's in his late forties and you saw this guy talking like he's at the gym, yeah, yeah. I would be like, "Oh, mental illness." Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I wouldn't a, be like, "Oh yeah. no, he's normal." Yeah, he's no. talking about like you know, every time I work out, I drink this energy yeah. drink. I'm like, get the <laughs> fuck out of here. We would <laughs> roast the shit out of this guy. Oh yeah, and you you definitely think he's crazy. That's yeah, but because he's Moana, we're yeah. just gonna pretend he's on t- fucking <laughs> sauce. <laughs> amazing year of growth thanks to your zoe energy brand. clean natural energy get the fuck out of here man yeah, yeah. i love it though he's crushing it he's like i'm drinking my energy drink and by the way i have a hundred cc's of hgh <laughs> in my thigh right now <laughs> by the way i eat anvar pills for breakfast he uh <laughs> What's what's fucked up? My fucking kidneys shut down earlier this week, <laughs> and I'm tied to machine every night to clear out my system. But uh, what's funny is he, you know, he was like, you know, he does the vlogs. Like I'm starting vlogs now, yeah. And he does the vlogs, and he's like, he looks, in the, you know, he does. He looks in the camera. He's great, most entertaining guy in the world. And he goes, you know, I'm doing a special thing today. My stunt double, who's been with me for ten years, I'm gonna give him the gift of a lifetime here. And I'm like, oh, damn, what's he giving them? Like some do- Under Armour shoes? Yeah, well, I'm thinking like, you know, some dope ass, like, is yeah. it a special edition, like Ferraris, a yeah. Pista, we're talking about an F12 yeah. here, yeah. SF90, some, some fire shit. shit. Yeah. In comes this F150 that he's sponsored by. Yeah. And the guy's like, oh, you didn't, bro. He's like, I did. I did bring yeah, it yeah, in. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, it's they, free. It's free. You know, this him. is advertising for yeah. them, and that was free. Yeah. That yeah. didn't cost him anything. I know. That's like him giving me a Snickers bar. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And I wish people with tons of money would just flex and spend it. Why does it always got to be a sponsored thing? Always. Right? Just buy it. Just do it, dude. That's not a, a fucking F1. But, but the, to your point about them being competitive as fuck, yes. don't you think it's the same way in comedy? Yes. And especially especially when you hit like notable you know like levels where it's like once you go on a theater tour you're not just like cool everything's good you want to go on the bigger theater tour into arenas into arena and then the big thing is there's if you study the uh, like comedy arena business most people don't do repeat arena tours why because your your draw kind of peaks and then kind of like tapers out ah, you know so unless you're like jumanji 2 or some shit unless like you're kevin like kevin Hart. kevin's yeah. like one of the few guys kevin russell peters um I'm trying to think Chappelle. Chappelle doesn't like playing arenas he does them and but he, he doesn't he, like the big theater i mean i think he, he's always said that he prefers like clubs and like smaller venues he does them whenever he wants so yeah. he, like he he can keep doing them but, but there's a certain amount of guys like did you see forbes top 10 list recently no yeah like sebastian's on there mm-hmm. uh for this year because this year would be a weird year for no him. not this year like it previous, last yeah, year yeah, yeah. Like this year you know i think seinfeld's I been on it for like 20 years yeah he's on yeah. there every year yeah every fucking year yeah him and like jay leno yeah and rock will still like uh i guess there's the 2019 one yeah i remember that i remember that. i think i made the 2020 list because i was one of five comics touring sure yeah, yeah. you should <laughs> um yeah it's a crazy yeah gaffigan's on it a bunch amy let's see she's probably been on it a bunch so Aziz was on it. Jeff, Jeff Dunham. Dunham. He's been on it, I'm sure, a dozen or Dude, more. Dude, I was doing uh, stand-up live in Phoenix, and they wanted to add a show, and I was feeling myself. And I told my team, I'm like, all right, we're going to go buy Phoenix Suns. And it was 3 in the afternoon. And I look over, because right across from the where the Suns play, and it's packed. I'm like, yeah, the Suns aren't fucking playing. Why is it so packed? And they go, it's Jeff Dunham. I go, the puppet guy? Oh, yeah. He has four sold-out shows there. He does At, two shows Friday, two shows Saturday. And I go, he has a four o'clock show? They go, yeah. I go, holy yeah. fuck. 
that he's the reason and being able to do that is why all these dipshit managers will tell like comedians started like be clean you know which is like it's bad you should be what you are whatever fit but like with jeff the thing is that when when you think about his draw that's so different from most comedians most comedians you know we play it's an it's obviously a nightclub thing it's mostly uh, you know adult humor or whatever sure. you're doing clubs and maybe theaters and stuff he because he's so clean he can do uh like dude four o'clock four o'clock shows four o'clock he puppets. can do like those he does shows in like those mega churches you know Nuts. you see like those mega churches in the south he can be like you know what on our way to that show there's this town that has a nine thousand seat mega oh we'll just do a show and sells then it out sells it out so monster all those yeah he can play to those were you a guy when probably not now because you've made it but when you were coming up were you a guy that compared yourself to other comics well i think like, would you get jealous when like not Bert, because your boy, but other people would be like, damn, he's in theaters? Oh. Um, I hear that a lot from other guys right now. I mean, I don't know if I was like, man, he's, I, I, I was more like, like, more like a student, I feel like, more like studying it, you know, and like, or I would, I would work, you know, I, I opened for like everybody, because I was plugged in, I got in on, with the improvs and Funny Bones, so I would work all those clubs, like coast to coast. Which are the best ones to be in with. Those are the A the clubs. Spots, yeah. So like you're opening for a lot Monsters. of times, yeah, and known celebrity. And then I could see, like I would start to figure out, I was like, oh, this person sold tickets because they're famous. Yep. And I would, and I would note like, that was like a, a, like a happening a lot. And then you would, the ones who were really good at standup were way smaller percentage. Like of all the celebrities and well-known people I opened for, I would say like 10 to 15% were really good comedians. But those 10 to 15% now are probably way bigger. Still yeah, because they're the ones it's that It's a continue. marathon, not a sprint. So exactly. You know how it is. You'll see someone with shit material, but you're like, oh, they're in this movie or yeah. they did this show and you know who they are. We don't need to name them. And even at the comedy store, you'll see them, they'll pop in yeah. and they're sandwiched between real comics. You're like, oh, you. Oh, and sometimes when those, now, now that like we know what we're doing and know what I'm looking at, when I see like those like a celebrity comic pop in, I'm like, you're gonna eat shit on this show, shit. and I can't and wait do. to watch. Hey, I'm gonna, I'm yeah. gonna, yeah, I'm gonna sit, I'm gonna sit around for this. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna make sure you see me, yeah, me after too. your set, so you know I saw it too. <laughs> yeah, you know? so you know. Yeah. And then I just yeah. go by and go, oh, yeah, tough, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, saw, I was out Did there. You see man. Tom though? They like yeah, Tom. Yeah, that's yeah. weird. <laughs> yeah. They like well, Tom though. It's it weird. was. It's funny too because like you, you realize that you can end up like that meaning that you can end up being like well if i'm known enough i can you can like get away with it you it's know so short-lived though it's so short-lived because then people because like, you, when you think about it there's comics out there those famous comics celebrities who sell tickets and their tickets you know a hundred dollars a piece or two hundred dollars a piece so you, you bring your girl you're like a four hundred dollar night plus dinner plus drinks so say six hundred with parking and babysitters six hundred dollars uh, you better be fucking good yeah they get back home like you're all right yeah no like, you want you, people you to be like great? Nah, it wasn't that when great. is that person coming for sure back yeah like that was the best like and that and that when they you do announce they're like we bought on the fucking pre-sale yep. like we, we we could not miss you yeah, you know, because it's all right about now. them coming back. Yeah, you know? that's what it is. Yeah, I used to, man. I so I, I don't think I really. I mean, I probably have, we all have like you know hints of jealousy and stuff when you're, especially when you're young. You're like, how did that person get that? You know. But I think I, most, yeah, I don't most have of it was, that. Well, I because yeah. I, I think as I got in the game later, you know, and there's not that, and then all my peers like you guys are like so much more successful. So I'm like, yeah, of course they're better. I mean, well, like, these do it longer. Yeah, you know? that's what I'm saying. It's like so. The, uh, the, I think I took your approach where I just learned. I like it's the way I to just do it. soak it all. Yeah, in. and I, and then 
Uh, it's not. It's not like oh, I'm gonna be there. I'm like, yeah, I'll get there, man. I'll yeah, get there. which it's a, is a, it's, a, it's a it's a marathon. That's exactly how I used to uh, approach it because yeah. I would just go like, I would look at my year and I'd be like, all right, this year I featured at like, let's say twenty clubs and I made uh, you know thirty thousand dollars or whatever it was, and I would go like the next year. I just was like, I just wanted to be better <laughs> than this year. Yeah, and like that that thing where I was like, this you know, I ended up featuring at forty clubs this yep. year and I made twenty thousand dollars more. Yep. So I, I would look at that as just progress and and just trying to like make that progress happen by putting in work. Yep. So my, my, my thing now is like, I'll look at a, like if we go back to a certain city, uh, like if it's not selling more then I didn't do my job, that's not, yeah. the, that's not the people. So my, the way I gauge success now is, so let's say I was in San Antonio two years ago, well, I'm going there in September. So if I can't sell more in September, yeah. then I'm messing up, it's on me. Okay. So I gauge all my success based off selling the ticket more sales. Niche market. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a good way to see that it's moving along on the business side. And then yeah. you have to ask, like, because I would always try to go, like, am I doing? Am I writing better material? Correct. You know, and like that's usually the, a thing that only you can really answer. Yep. You know, and it, it sometimes it makes you have like tough conversations with yourself, but it's ultimately good. I mean, you have to there's kind of like a parallel in a way with like athleticism, athletics in that way, right? It's where pretty you're black like, and white. Yeah, where you're like, am I? Yeah, and you, you know, yeah, am I, you know, if you're a quarterback, it's like, yeah. am I scoring enough touchdowns yeah. winning games? Yeah, and am I winning comment, games? It's like, are they laughing? Am I selling tickets? Yeah. Well, no, or they didn't laugh at this. Well, they, yeah, it's it's pretty black and white. Yeah, and there's you can, no gray. you can choose, that's the thing, is one of those things where you can choose to be as delusional as you want to be. And we see oh, yeah. right in front of us, the delusional people. I mean, you have small delusions to yourself. We all do all the time where you'll be, you know, like something, a joke is just kind of a half-assed joke. And you'll just be like, I just won't work on that. Yeah. Like you, 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 won't just, go, you'll you just, know, you'll know it sucks. Like there's more there. Yeah. And I'll be like, but that yeah, would take effort. Yeah, so then you just, you know, and then one day you're like that joke fucking, yep. and then, then you finally address it. I know? also think, you know, when you look at specials these days, and this is what I want to talk to you either on or off air about this. You can answer this if you want. Talking to, you know, you, Netflix and Comedy Central and Showtime, HBO, you talk to all these people when you shoot your special. And then their analytics, you know, analytics, that's what it is. It's pretty black and white. Yeah. We know, we know that people stop watching specials at 28 minutes. Yeah. They come, some might come back, half come back. Some might finish, you might have the outliers who finish all, but whether it's Kevin Hart, Jerry Seinfeld, people Dave Chappelle, tap out, they, they stop watching at 28 yeah. minutes. Yeah. Yet the industry we're in, people say, you got to do an hour. Yeah. On the road, no doubt, people are paying money, you got to do an hour, dude. But when we're looking at like what people are watching, wh why we keep the, you know, the, the, the people who run this industry keep pushing hours to me is weird. Yeah, well, the Cause, funny cause thing is- Because when I hear 20 minutes, I go, well, everyone should do 30. Yeah, everyone should do 30. Everyone should do 30, though. They're like, yeah, specials, I know they should. The specials you kind of should. I think we're married to. We know that what you know, if you become a headliner, you do an hour, right? So on the road, on the road. Yeah. What What's funny though is that I mean, at Netflix, they have encouraged and aggressively encouraged trimming down these specials. Why do you think that is? No, I know it. That's it's what I'm because saying. of I know that data. The but they're just like, like because I I have a tendency on all of them to oh, like I shoot a really long set. And then the hardest thing is like paring it down for the editing it, cutting it down, cutting it down. And like, I've cut down, you know, 10 minutes out of one, 12 out of one. And then it'll still be too, like too heavy, like too fat for them. And they'll yeah. be like, they've encouraged like delivering like a 50 minute special, you know, they're like, deliver that. 
And I've also had from a, a friend who just signed a deal with them that they go, hey, so people, a lot of people watch in the beginning and then even less than 20 minutes. So put your closer at the top. Oh, I've heard that. Just to keep them. Don't yeah. save your best shit. Open at the strong. Because they're not going to get there. Yeah. There's a, so there's like, a, why the fuck are we doing? I know. Well, that's the other thing though, is like, if you're touring with that hour of the time, you probably feel like when it comes time to shoot, you're just like, well, let's just shoot this, you know? But shoot. think about it. It's like when you shoot a special, then you got to write a whole new hour. Mm -hmm. Well, if you have an hour on the road, you shoot 30 of that. Yeah. You have 30 to go out with on the road. And oh, to totally. 30. Totally. It no. makes so much more sense to me. It does. And it's with this old school model that Richard Pryor really ingrained in everybody for to do this hour special. It's like, this is the standard. If everybody, but then the, the audience is telling you, they're telling we have you. these numbers. We, the intention span is, is much shorter. Yeah. If, if it was like, mandated or like if totally embraced to do like 30 minute specials i mean i think it would be a, a huge celebration like people would be able to be like oh i can deliver one of those every few months yeah like yeah it'd be great man it'd be great i mean we could do it yeah you just gotta do it you just gotta do it yeah. i mean yeah i mean they there's a reason why they started doing 15 minute stuff yep. on netflix is because they're like you know we told you they watch half hours they actually watch 15 minutes i guess you the 15 yeah. is pretty yeah. hot yeah. you gotta yeah. have a hot 15. and now if you have 15 minute special you better fucking destroy Destro <laughs> destroy yeah. every hot 15. hot 15 yeah man. don't yeah. give us any build up because I, I always i still think this thing when people are like who like you know people ask like who what comics do you like watching and who's hilarious and i'll be like i'll tell you one thing though no matter who you like there's nothing as funny nobody as good as a feature in their prime like about to pop oh dude like a guy 15 who's working 20? every week oh, doing dude. his 20 and i go you could put that guy in front of any you put him in front of Chappelle and hart and rock and, and rogan and whoever i go that guy will knock Christ. everyone's dick off because yes. he does 20 minutes yes. all the time yes and because I remember if you look at uh, like the hardest I've ever, I mean, I have, I've had great headlining sets, but there was a, a period right before you headline where you're a murderous <laughs> middle act where it's like, if you pop in on like the store and you do those 20 minutes, people will be like, I don't want any part yeah, of this. Nothing, yeah, nothing. Yeah, because it's just, that's all you do. And you look at the headline, like have fun, bro. Have fun with that. <laughs> have fun yeah. with that, dog. Yeah. Thanks for having me, bud. I mean, I, I had a couple sets that like memorable sets yeah. where like when I was featuring, where the headliner did like 38 minutes and he was like, I'm not, yeah, not fuck he's like, noise. fuck that. Good for like, him. Yeah. Buying someone jewelry is usually a great experience all around. They get a beautiful gift and you get the unforgettable moment of seeing the look on their face when they open it. The only tricky part, figuring out how to get the perfect piece at the best price. This is what I recommend for any jewelry purchase. Source it from BlueNile.com. Blue Nile offers thousands of independently graded diamonds and fine jewelry at prices significantly below traditional retail. They also offer a peace of mind with every purchase with some of the highest quality standards in the industry. They're available 24-7 by phone or chat to answer technical questions and give recommendations for every budget. The thing about buying jewelry is you really don't know what you're getting into. You don't know what you're looking at often, and the great thing about working with Blue Nile is you have somebody who's a true expert that can help guide you along the way so you don't feel lost, so you know what these diamond grades are. You know you're getting real value. You can feel great about your purchase because Blue Nile also offers a diamond price match guarantee. And just in case you don't, they offer 30-day returns. Shop Blue Nile today and experience the ease and convenience of the original online jeweler. Go to BlueNile.com today. That's BlueNile.com. 
Is your beer fridge feeling a little empty? DoorDash is your door to beer without the run. Whatever drink you're in the mood for, they've got you. Order your alcohol with DoorDash today and drink in the savings. Use code BEARS24 to get 25% off, up to $15 value on a $35 minimum subtotal on your next alcohol order for eligible users only. I mean, there's like sometimes you just don't want to leave. That's me. Once we're at a spot and we're hanging out, I just don't want to leave. And now you don't have to. The alcohol selection on DoorDash is top shelf. Beer, wine, mixers, mocktails, and more can be delivered straight to your door. Save up to 25%, up to $15 value when you spend $35 or more with code BEARS24. So whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night, DoorDash is here to help you have a great evening any evening. Terms apply, must be 21 or older to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets. Well, it's like when uh, I was in Miami working and I was like, I gotta get on stage, so I hit up the improv. I'm like, yeah, we'll give you a spot, we'll give you 15 minutes, man. I was like, who's the uh, who's the headliner? Because the headlining club, yeah. you just can't pop, it's not the story, you can't yeah, just pop in. Yeah, pop in. And I go, it's Miss Pat. And I don't know her, but I know you guys know her. Yeah, yeah, well. I know Miss Pat. So I text you. I was like, "Hey, what's up, Miss Pat? She nice, you know what yeah, you yeah. do?" And you're like, "You know, go big. It's a yeah. black audience. Go yeah. big." Yeah. And I haven't done ten minutes or fifteen minutes. I don't know how long. It's a big shift change. People yeah, don't I'm, realize in the that. The cab there. I'm like, okay, what yeah. are we, we going to come out? It's with funny that? because you go. You're used to doing hour sets, and fifteen's going to give you trouble. And you're like, yes, because oh, I haven't done that. And, been, and I'm trying to shuffle like, oh, I got to yeah. edit this bit. Yes. Edit, edit this bit. It went all right. You know, mm -hmm. it went good. Yeah. I can handle myself. It went all right. But then Miss Pat comes on stage. You know, she was so nice in the back. I'm like, yeah. oh, cool. I didn't know she's like the female version of Joey Diaz. Oh, yeah. She went out there and just, you. she goes, you fucking, you know, salt black crash. She goes, you fucking pussies. You're going to cheer for that handsome white boy? Yeah. You're going to laugh at his shit at yeah. my show? I'm like, what the, I'm in the back like what the fuck what the fuck happened to nice she's Ms. a Pat? monster dude she's a monster she's a monster monster yeah Miss Pat can light blow torch oh she blew yeah. blew that room apart yeah and like if she like she was she's another I mean she's a headliner but like if you told her do 20 in front of me I'd be like good luck <laughs> like she's gonna fucking torch the room kill it yeah 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 I mean that's why I always tip my hat to these guys like uh like Joe and like Russell who they would bring people like Diaz and to open Monsters. for them because they're like, go ahead. Oh, go dude, I got, I got uh, David Lucas. I don't even know David Lucas. I did. I just saw him. I was in Austin and I saw him uh, do it. Did you see his set? Yeah, he killed it. Dude. Killed I, it. So, so I bring Wait, two, do you roll like nine deep? I saw you on a- Yeah, I'm, I like, saw, I'm like Nelly. Yeah. yeah I'm, like, I'm like Big Pun in the Terror Squad. Like, but it makes no sense. My business guy's like, you, you know you're not making any money bringing yeah, all these yeah, guys, yeah. right? I'm like, shut up. So, uh, yeah, I bring David. So, Starting defenses out there. I yeah, mean, there's like so dude, many people. David man. Lucas walked in the green room the first weekend he's working with me. You know, it's all my brother who's my manager. He's big dude. Yeah. Chappelle, big dude. Mm -hmm. I bring my uh, my good friend, Mark Harley. He's just a great guy. He takes yeah. care of everything. But everyone's like. He's not a comic. No. Okay. He's, he's, he's a personal trainer actor. Okay. He's on Nickelodeon. Like, he's an actor. Okay, okay. And so everyone's big. Yeah. <laughs> David walks in and goes, damn, this is all fuck you up tour. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I bring, you know, I have uh, Justin Elliott is the MC, and then David goes on, David Lucas, who's a monster, and then Chappelle does 20, and then I'll come on. Wow. But it's like monster. But it raises, see, that's great because it raises the show. And the it, show becomes I haven't it. felt like that. Don't get me wrong, Chappelle's a monster, but me and Chappelle's one of my best friends, so we're really close. And I know his act, and, you know, he yeah. knows my act. 
but then when David Lucas opened, he, he came when I was doing um, The Vulcan in Austin. Mm -hmm. He was like, hey, man, mind if I get a set? And I've always liked him at the comedy store. He's been really nice. I've never seen him do comedy. I knew he's a roast guy in uh, Tony Hinchcliffe's show. I was like, yeah, yeah, dude, I'll give you 10 minutes. Blew it up to the point I was nervous in the back. I was yeah. like, ah, fuck, here we go. Yeah. And then that, I think, and that's where the athlete in me comes. I'm like, oh, this guy's going to make me better. Exactly. It's like when you're sparring, you don't want to spar the real shitty guy. Yeah. If you want to get to the next level, you got to go with the really good guy. Exactly. So I hit him up. I'm like, dude, you're in. He's like, what? I'm like, you're coming with me for the rest of the time. Yep. That is, that is the right. And that, I think it take, like, it's more natural to athletes like you to go, like, you know what? This is going to make me better. That's how I'm going to get better. Because yeah. most people have that resistance to it. But every time, like when I do these shows, I want to bring a really strong opener. A, I want the show to be great. Yeah, front to get, back. I, I never get why headliners bring shitty comics. Because they're scared. I know they're scared. And they're weak. Yeah, and they're yeah, weak. Yeah. yeah. And they're insecure. It's usually, I mean. But you, it's like, you know that the audience has to sit through that. Yeah. They, so when you get they, on stage, they're all, all right, go. They want to look like the savior or whatever, you know? Yeah. Now, it's interesting. There are like, there. there's a usually that thing is a shit act like it's a shitty like i the shittiest mean? well the shittiest headliner one of the shittiest headliners i ever opened for who i'll, I'll tell you off oh, i can't wait it's pretty you'll be like oh yeah but um like pretty notable person and i saw their act and i was like you fucking suck <laughs> and so this guy had me host right so i was hosting and he had a middle act his middle act was hands down one of the worst things i've ever seen in my life i was doing 10 minutes as that which was like the standard time at like a comedy club yeah. host does 10 middle 20 and you know so i'm up to i do 10 second show they asked me to do five and the next night he goes will you do a tight three and i was like a tight three yeah you mean announce your name yeah, the just, i was like and they're like you'll get paid the same i'm like oh 50 bucks still yeah thanks yeah dude. so i'm like okay and i did it and the the guy in the middle so I, I would get him going. And then one time I came back, I, the feature left. He would just eat just horrific dog. And I mean, did he realize? It's weird to me when guys don't realize it. He knows he sucks. He even, he's like, I'm terrible. <laughs> like he was, he was terrible. Guy, see, I like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. That guy's no, cool. Yeah, he's likable. It's the worst thing when the guy goes, crushed. Yeah, it. I'm like, I kind of wanted to be, I wanted to be like, oh, those guys are crushed so it. delicious. Or no, killed. I killed, dude. Sometimes those guys, I'll watch a guy like have a bad set and I, they come off and you're like, how was that? And they're like, they're good. And you're like, <laughs> really? Really? Had, you mean like as people? Like you met yeah, them? Yeah, you mean like, yeah, good good heart? Or yeah. what, what are we talking about here, man? I was like, talking about, yeah. Yeah, what world are you fucking living in? This guy, this, this shitty uh, comedian, when the guy got off stage, one time I went up and I did a joke between the feature, the horrible feature, <laughs> and the headliner, and they're like, don't do that either. Because... Cause like you got them kind of going again. What are you doing, dude? You're, because, oh, oh, you're making them laugh. You yeah. piece of shit. Yeah. And then you no, know you're not gonna get your fifty bucks, right? <laughs> on on top of all of that, I fucking sat in the green room with this shitty headliner, and riffed on one of his bits. He was like, "Can I use that?" And I was like, "Sure." <laughs> and uh, so I, I ended up writing a couple jokes for him. See, thanks for the jokes, man. Here's yeah, fifty here's bucks. Here's fifty bucks, dog. You know what's weird too is uh, my my boy uh, Ricky Cruz and uh, Luis Diaz. They're in Miami. They're local Miami comics. When I first worked with them at the Miami Improv, Luis comes in. He's this you know big fat Cuban guy, and uh, Ricky used to be roommates with Joey Diaz. Monster, like local monster. Came out to L.A. and then had kids, moved back. But yeah. monster, all the local references. Yeah, lights the room on fire. Sure, I have a funny story I can't tell on this about him opening for a headliner that we know. Okay, uh, but. 
And giving him trouble? Oh, dude. Yeah. 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 The manager was like, so the, he told the headliner, this is the manager of uh, Miami goes to the headliner who we know. He goes, hey, so I think what we should do is uh, Ricky should probably close it out and then you host and do like have fun and bring on the feature. And then, <laughs> oh, no. And he wouldn't do it. He wouldn't do he it. He wouldn't do it. He's like, no, I sold the tickets there to see me. He's like, I know, but it's not going well. And I don't know if you see people leaving and walking, but we can't have that. Yeah. He's like, I don't care. I'm, I'm, I'm headlining. Yeah. He's like, all right, dude, what, what do I know? Yeah, I mean, good for him. <laughs> I mean, but, yeah. but back to, uh, so uh, this is always weird to me. Uh, Luis, uh, yeah, Luis Diaz was, he came in the green room and he goes, I'm just grabbing water, man. I'm, I'm, I'm being your way. I'm just going to grab water. I go, what, what are you doing, dude? Introduce yourself. What are you, weird? Like, what do you yeah. have autism? What are you doing, dude? Yeah. And he goes, uh, hey, Forrest Gump, get back in here. Yeah, yeah. Um, he goes, oh, I don't, most headliners won't let anybody in the green room. Really? I go, who have the fuck you been working with? He goes, oh, they won't even allow me to you know, take a drink or anything, man. I just want a cup of water. I'm like, really? there's bottled water. He goes, oh, I don't touch that. I'm like, God. This dude. is when you met him. This is like two years ago. This is, this is Ricky? Uh, uh, Luis Diaz. Lu okay. Yeah. And I'm like, what? What headliner is such like, assholes? Take a seat. Yeah, I, yeah. I remember. Well, I had, um, I had uh, what's his name? Robert, um, Bob Schimmel, Robert Schimmel, who passed yeah. away. The sweetest man. And I remember I, cause I had worked one weekend. I worked a few weekends with Charlie Murphy and one weekend they were like, I walked into the green room and the guy goes, what are you doing? And this is like just some, some guy. And I was like, I'm going to, he's like, oh yeah, you, you can't be in there. And I was like, where am I supposed to, where am I supposed to hang, yeah, man? He was just like, find somewhere like, out here. Just like chill around the crowd. And I was like, okay. But, so he, the but even Mrs. Pat's room was a little bit. Like I remember her, her, her guy who does, she, she usually just brings one guy on the road. So they did me a favor by letting me go between them. Mm -hmm. but he usually does 25 to 30 and then she comes on, does her hour. Okay. That's what she does. But then I was back there just, you know, I don't know Miss Patton. Yeah. My green rooms are fun, man. Like yeah. I'm not going to war here. Like, yeah. Yeah. The best jobs in the world. Yeah. So everyone be cool. Yeah. So I'm talking to her and I hear him go to, to my, uh, my videographer who's with me. He goes, Hey, see, he always talk this much, man. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the cue i was like i'm just gonna yeah. find a spot out there and i see how this is yeah, yeah i get this you yeah. don't talk that much man yeah he talks a lot you know yeah, he talk a lot huh yeah they um they told me to like wait outside and i was like okay um weird huh that's fucking weird it was super weird i didn't feel like it didn't i mean you know it could be from charlie I, it felt like it was like whoever this guy's job but he was just like i keep people out of here charlie had a tough gig because obviously Eddie Murphy's his brother. Yeah, and yeah. He gets he's funny as fuck on Chappelle's show, and then yeah. he's headline. Yeah, he paired Rogan like, and then they paired him and Rogan together. That's how and, I met. And Rogan, Rogan be like, bro, you, I, you, like, I'm just doing you a solid. I know your name's on there, but you should go before me. Yeah. And he's like, it's not an ego thing. I've just been doing this a lot longer, dude. Like, yeah. That's the way it should work. But Charlie insisted on taking mm -hmm. turns. And that you said that's how you met Rogan. That's how I met Rogan. Oh, really? So I won a contest. That's how I. That's how I met Rogan. What what contest? The, to host to to do three minutes three minutes on those shows so it was called the maxim bud light real men of comedy tour oh yeah and there was we're a never gonna see that again 2021 uh, but oh never, never never and it was charlie joe and heffron and charlie and joe were like the co-headliners and then heffron was do 15 minutes and then if they had contests regionally across the country because let's say it was like 20 national shows so i showcased at irvine and I, wo I won the contest and then they go you're gonna do three shows on this tour you're gonna do irvine 
San Diego, and Phoenix. And at this point, you're like what in comedy? I'm Are you uh, hosting, featuring. Yeah, I'm. I'm starting to. I'm starting to feature. No, I've, I've been featuring like a year. Okay, a year and a half maybe. And I'm. I'm a decent feature act. Yeah. And I was like, "What do I do?" And they're like, "You open the show and you do three minutes, and then you bring on John." I was three like, minutes. Three minutes in get my beak wet, bro." And I did it in Phoenix at the Celebrity Theater in the round. We're talking like. <laughs> You know, a few thousand people. And you got to be like, they're like, you're on, go. And it's like three minutes. Three bro. minutes. So I saw, and I also saw them take turns. I saw Charlie eat fucking shit one night. Did he realize it? I mean, he, yeah, there's no way he didn't realize it. But he actually had the thing where it's, I mean, it's tough. Where he, he didn't like sulk and go like, I'm, I fucking suck. Like, I Maybe better. he felt like that, yeah. but he would come back the next day. So I actually saw him have a really bad set, a really good set like a really good set and then like a pretty decent set. I saw in, in those three shows and he ended up taking me out to dinner. I almost didn't like, I, I think I told the story, but I almost, um, so I met Joe and he was very nice, but it was just like very brief. And then in Phoenix was the last show of my three show run. And I remember I was backstage and UFC fights were on, but so was like LSU Auburn. <laughs> and I choose that. LSU Auburn. Yeah. I'm watching that. that. And like his, buddies were there and they're like you know there's like fights on i was like who gives a shit like and they were like you know that you're here with like a ufc commentator right the, the yeah ufc commentator. and i was like yeah but like lsu's number three right now and they're yeah. like what like all these guys were <laughs> they like, have no clue yeah. they had no clue and like i would leave the room and fights would be on and then i would come back in and football would be on and they were like god damn it with the fucking come football. on dude yeah and so, so were you living in california at the time yeah i was living here and, right. I, and this was like like i said this was like this crazy contest. This is a while ago. It, this is 2007. Okay. So in 2007, I'm doing these shows. So the Phoenix show was the biggest show and the last show of the run. And it was my best, my best three minute set. Um, <laughs> three but minutes. I got like three minutes. I know it's so, it's so quick. I got a couple like big laughs and then, you know, I introduced John and the show goes on. So after the show, <clears throat> I'm hanging out backstage and I'm, I'm talking, Charlie's like, chat me up a little bit. He's like, you want to go to dinner? And I was like, and, I, and by the way, it's 2007. This is like the height, the height of, of like Chappelle show yeah. fame and all this he's stuff. So famous. And he's so famous. And I'm a huge fan. So yeah. I'm like playing it. Cool. I was like, yeah, let's, let's go to dinner, yeah, man. I'll, I'll check the schedule. Yeah. Man. We'll, we'll see what, see what's going we'll on. See, what kind of food you feel yeah. like eating right now, man. So <laughs> what are you into dog? He was like, let's go get some sushi. You know anything about sushi dog? <laughs> I was like, yeah. So yeah, I fucked with sushi. He's like, all right, bet. Let's go eat sushi. He walks down this hallway with uh, Rich Murphy, who would travel, like his guy. And they like start, I see them walking down the hall. I start walking down the hall and they're, you know, 20 yards ahead of me. And then Joe stops me and he's like, hey man. And he's doing like <clears throat> real nice to like the younger comic thing. He's like, dude, you know, you're like this real, it's really funny. That's so cool. Man. And I was like, thanks man. And he keeps like, where are you from? And were and you like, familiar with Rogan before then? I knew. Like I the had, Fair Factor? Oh, I knew him from that. And I knew that he was a comedian and yeah. I had, I had I wasn't a, a store guy, but I had seen Joe. I had been to the store like to do invited spots, yeah. you know, like outside <clears throat> spots, and and I'd I'd seen him in the OR, but just for like a few minutes, you know, and then I wouldn't talk. No, and I'd yeah. see him in the parking lot talking, but I was like off to the side, yeah. you know. So <clears throat> so he's chatting me up, and he's like, you know, you're really funny. Uh, you know, we should like, we should do a gig together sometime. And, and people, people, I had heard that cause I'd been working as a middle in like the funny bones and improvs. And sometimes, I mean, I remember one time Tommy Davidson was like, you know, do you want to tour together? And I was like, yeah. 
And he's like, it could be like the Tommy and Tom tour. And I was like, awesome. Tommy and, squared, dog. What he was, think cause he, that? he liked me and we got along yeah. well and like the shows went well. And then I like followed up. I was like, <laughs> I never heard from him. No, I talked, I talked to his agent. I was like, he wants to do this tour. <laughs> And they were like, okay. And they call me back and they're like, I, he has no idea what you're talking about. And I was like. Was he high or what? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, I think I should say. Yeah. Allegedly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I was like, I thought we were doing the, the T-squared show, man. What's up? T-squared, dog. So Joe's like, we should do that. And by the way, the whole time that he's doing this, he's like, we should do this. I'm like looking at the door like, I'm doing a sushi with yeah, Charlie no Murphy. Doubt, dog. Yeah, no doubt, get sushi. And I'm boy. like doing this thing where like, as Joe's talking, you know when you're like, you, like yeah, you start like, to like. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Dude, call my agent. That'd be yeah. fun. That sounds like, fun. Yes. Yeah, well. And I kept like turning and he was like, and he was like settling into the conversation. <laughs> he was like, so you're from Cincinnati? And I was like, yeah, man. You're like, yeah, Cincinnati, the big C. Hey. Because uh, uh, like Charlie and I are about did to. Did Charlie go that way? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's like, um, let me get your number. And I was like, oh, okay. And I give him my number. He's like, yeah, we'll do that. And I was like, okay, great. And I just like, <laughs> and I, when I got outside. I can see the brake lights turning. They're turning the car and I'm running. My fattest running through the parking lot. Yeah. I was like, ah, darling. And Rich, I know Rich didn't want me to come to dinner. <laughs> so man, fuck that white boy. Yeah. Let's get I going. Was like, and I got there and Rich was like, yeah, he made yeah, it. Damn, fuck, man. So I get in there and we, we got to dinner. And I, I have such vivid memories of that dinner because Charlie, Charlie was, has such a funny like way of thinking and speaking. I, I've told this before, but when, when, when Charlie was first going to do Rogan, and I found out, I texted, I was like, make sure you ask him. And you can watch it in the episode. I go, make sure you ask him about Johnny Gill saying that he can beat Oscar De La Hoya in a fight. Because that's what he told me at dinner that night. And I laughed so fucking hard because the way that he brought it up, he was like, do you think Oscar De La Hoya could whoop your ass? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like, what are you talking about? Of course. And like, he was like, that's Oscar De La Hoya. Yeah, he was like, like, he could fuck you up. I was like, for sure. And he was like, yeah, right? And I was like, dude, there's no question about it. Yeah. And I was like, you wouldn't even know what happened. It would be so fast. Yeah. And I was like, the speed is what would stand out. You'd be like, I remember something started. Also, I can't box. So yeah, yeah. That. I was like, what are you yeah. talking about? And he was like, you know Johnny Gill? And I was like, the singer? And he's like, yeah. He goes, he thinks he can whip Oscar the Hoy's ass. And I was like, what? And he told me this story about how they're at a party and, and Johnny Gill was like, I could fuck him up. And they're like, no, you can't. And like this whole argument. Like legit debate. Legit. And, and Johnny Gill's like swearing to God that he can't. So I was like, Joe, you have to ask him this. And he did. He asked him about it. And he was like, how you know? <laughs> so, so that night you know that night the funny thing is i go to dinner with charlie and rich and then we go back to the hotel and like charlie and i really got along you know we really yeah, clicked we, yeah we like we had good rapport we laughed a lot and so i go well this is it for me man and he goes no it's not like he's like shaking my hand and i go what he goes i'm in charge like this ain't it he's like give me um he goes he goes rich i still remember like he goes pull out the bat phone so <laughs> the bat phone yeah it was a flip phone it was like it was their burner or whatever yeah. you know <laughs> and he's like he goes what's your number and i see rich like i'm go it's a three two he, i see him go like faking the number. yeah and i was like and i know he's not putting i've been like your your boy rich he's not putting yeah. in the right number man yeah he's not did you get that you know what give me your number fuck yeah. rich so i see him do that because Rich could not, I don't, I, he just he didn't, just didn't like you. he didn't like me, man. That's and, funny. and it's one of those things where, and I, like, I put it together in real time in the moment. I was like, <laughs> never okay. From yeah. Every time I said something, Rich would be like, you so know, you never heard from, that was it. I never heard from him again. Dang. Two, three weeks later, 
I get a phone call that I don't recognize and it's Joe. And he goes, uh, Hey, what are you doing next week or the week after? I was like, nothing. He goes, you want to go to Tampa? And I was like, yeah, what's Tampa? He goes, we'll do some shows. And, uh, you like the UFC? And I was like, I mean, kind of, I didn't, uh, it's cool. I was like, I like college football. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, he was like, Oh, right, we'll go to the fights the next day. And you know, is that cool? And I was like, yeah. 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 I'm and down. Then, man. Uh, you know, I remember I was like, yeah, I'm going to Tampa. And then how long did you, uh, feature for Joe? He would, you know, he always like at that time it was like a circle of guys, right? It was so I started to do it. Uh, Ari was already doing it. Diaz would do it, but he would bring me like I don't know. At that time, I feel like a couple times uh, every few months. And did he pay? He paid well even back then. Yeah, I mean it always it always like matched what whatever level what, what he yes. was doing you know yep. so like in the clubs it was like it was more than the clubs paid you which i always i took that when i started selling tickets in clubs if you came to over for me i'd be like i'll i'll pay you double like I'll, I'll match what the club pays you you know yeah so that like the feature act actually makes a living you know yeah like i'll call rogan and be like hey man this i pay Chappelle this much and david this much i'm like that's cool you know i, I pay my guys and tell me i'm like no, I know. We're not talking about you, though. Yeah, yeah. And you also, yeah, yeah. you're doing it with Chappelle, so yeah. we're not on the same. No, definitely not the same. Yeah. But like, it's all right, man. I'm like, I feel like it's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you know, yeah. it's not. They, the, uh, the, the amount, I think it always just depends on like what you're getting, right? So it, That's what so I tell those guys. Yeah. Now, I'll be open with them, too. I'm like, hey, we, we sold out this weekend. It was whatever. We added shows, so yeah you guys to see that in your paycheck yeah, yeah. which is awesome which yeah. it's cool to do um but the club is like dude and they're still doing that to this day they're doing this 50 bucks i brought this up on feature. twitter one time and i got like shit from people really well yeah because i go i think it's time for the clubs to just change the default rates only because these have been the rates for 35 years how's it not change they just have gotten away with that and all i did was go like you want the you want these future headliners to be able to make a living dude, i'm craft. not even talking about getting like rich just like just to get by them. dude you no one can get by in a features pay a hundred dollars a show and they dude. don't carry take care of your airfare so Correct. if you have to get on a plane to, to feature somewhere you're netting like a hundred dollars for the week like it's nuts so but then people were like why don't you start a comedy like i was like okay you know yeah i was like i think it's like worth discussing you know but whatever they just don't so when in Austin, because you you're one of the guys I I just found this crazy. Like I told you, you're my north star. When I met with my team, and like, right, who do you want to be? You know, in like five to ten years, I'm like Segura. That's it. Segura's my north star. Wow. Yeah, you're, you're my like guy. I want to break my left arm. I want to tear my patellar tendon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but you are, and so <clears throat> you know when when you, when you look at things. Like you were never a guy. Like you weren't at the comedy store, like Rogan or no. Joey and those guys. Bert comedy store either. didn't inv invite me to do spots in like where they said like you you in, can until when twenty sixteen. Jesus Christ, that's well, right when but I popped up. Here's when what it happened. Like I showcased one. Like first of all, I was already in at the improvs, like working them. Yes, and they were great to me, and I still work improvs, and that was just the place that was. And at the time. When I would stop in the store for something, I was like, I don't even want to yeah. be here. Like, it, it didn't seem desirable to yeah. me at the at that like, oh five, oh six, oh seven. Like, I would go there and I'd be like, eh. and eventually, it's, you know, whatever. Talk with they're like, you should try to be at the store. And this is before the turnaround where it's like yeah. became this amazing up, place. Yeah. So I showcase oh nine. I don't get past, and I was like, all right. So the next year, 
I'm, I'm working. I'm like always on the road, yeah. you know? And I'm working. And when I, in town, I'm doing Melrose. That's what I'm just, that's my spot. But you're headlining on tour. On tour, I'm headlining. Yeah. Uh, in that town, time, I'm just doing spots. I'm just doing spots. 2010, I shoot a half hour, Comedy Central half hour special. Shot the half hour. Shot the half hour in October of 2010. In January of 2011, it comes out. So a few months later, uh, you know, Comedy Central sends me like a couple DVDs of it. I go to the store one night and I go, hey, um, you know, I want to try to work here. And then Tommy is the guy running the place. So I have a, like a DVD and I go, I have a, he goes, I know who you are. And I go, oh, can I like showcase or whatever? He's like, yeah. He's like, tonight's open mic. You can do the open mic. In the OR? In the OR. And I go, okay. Like I'm not too good for it. And he goes, I'll tell you what, I'll give you, most people do three minutes. I'll give you nine minutes. Cause you're, I was like, that's cool. Hell yeah. So I do i do my set and like it you know for an open mic set it, it goes pretty yeah, well i'm sure those open mics can be a nightmare yeah and like i'm i'm, I'm out up there with fucking lunatics yeah, in the room you know you're so head, you're a guy who's making a living yeah doing this. i'm like i bring your regulars yes. on the road yeah so i get off stage and he goes you did 11 and i was like what <laughs> he goes i gave you a nine but you did 11 i'm like who cares <laughs> did you not hear him laughing bitch? all i want to know is can i start calling in yeah and he was like, just keep coming to this. I was like, you want me to keep coming to the open, to open mic? mic? And he was like, yeah, man. Like, this is an artist commune. Wow. He gave me that whole thing. And I was like, I'll see you I'm when out. I see you. So, and I, and I honestly wasn't like, it sounds like I'm bitter. I'm, I was not. No, you don't sound bitter. I was like, I was like, I was so busy with like, just trying to grind and, and make a living. Yeah. That wasn't your end all be all. It was For just a lot fun. of guys. It is. Yeah. I just accepted it. And I was like, look, I'm not even going to be in LA but three days yep. in the next two months. Cause all I do is tour, tour, tour. So I just keep, you know, I get invited, I would get invited to do shows there sometimes and I would do them. And then it's like 2013, 2014. And people would ask me, they're like, how come I never see you at the store? I'm like, because I don't go there. <laughs> and then one day I was up there. Um, I was up in the belly room and I had done, I think a set and I'm watching this and it was hopping, man. It was like, the whole the whole store was every yeah. room was on fire but up in the belly when the belly room is on fire it's like it's it's, it's the uh, best it's so rad the best so it's like it's like 85 people and it's just pandemonium and i'm standing up there with a couple people and al madrigal standing next to me he was like i go this is fucking crazy man he goes yeah dude it's like this like every night now and i go that's awesome he's like how come you're not here all the time and i'm like i don't work here and he was like what and i go i don't work here like i i showcased I don't know, fucking seven years ago. They didn't pass you. And then he was like, hold on a second. Yeah, I'll get you past. Uh, he, he's walked, I see him like talking to uh, Adam and Adam comes over. He's like, yeah, you, you can just call whenever you want. I was like, is that it? That's he was it? Like, he was like, yeah. I was like, okay. But even then you still, even after you got passed, you weren't like a guy there Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. For, no, you weren't, no. You and Burt never were. And no. I, cause I, cause you know, obviously I, Rogan and Callan took me under the wing and even Callan wasn't that guy when I first met him, he started to be, but then Rogan was like, I'm like, God, you're here every fucking night. I do an hour set. Everybody has their own. Like I, I was, here's the thing though. If you really look at like a calendar and you go like, how much stand up is each person doing? If you were taking me, let's say at that year, 2016, you could look at a month and be like, so Tom did 27 hours of stand up. Correct. Right. Cause I would be like doing clubs and then theaters. And then some weeks I'm doing like, eight nine shows and you know i would get to la and on 
you know, if I had back to back weeks like that, I'd be like, yeah, I'm, I'm all good. I'm good. And I'm, I'm also riding on the road. Like yeah. I'm, I would, you build your hour on the, on road. the road. So yeah. when I get in town, it's not like I don't need the reps. I do, but I'm just not like, but I'm going to be getting on the them elsewhere. Yeah. And that, that's where I do get competitive a little bit. I'll go to my agent, you know, at CA and I'll, and I'll say, Hey, show me who's done more dates than me. It's yeah. very rare yeah. people do more dates than me. Well, yeah. As far as time on stage. Yeah. You're a psycho like that. Top three. Cause you're doing like we do, like tons of podcasts, get on the road, work and work and yeah. work. And then you're still fucking benching 425 and yeah. Yeah. for no reason. Yeah, at yeah. All. You just took to that. Like, I feel like, uh, I saw a little while ago, you pop into Bradley Martin's play to zoo culture. I do. And you know, I live close to here and, uh, during the pandemic, um, obviously everything shut down. I was just riding my bike every day. Yeah. It was just that thick boy bike club. I started Yeah, I got all these fat dudes DM me in spandex and shit. And I'm like, I gotta, I gotta do something, man. Yeah. This ain't cool. Yeah. And then I wasn't in great shape, even though I was running like 40 miles a day doing really? stuff, got sponsored by specialized, like started up this brand. And then I was like, man, I need to get back into the goddamn gym. And then again, my son, cause he, you know, I'm sure your son's saying, yeah. well, looks at you like a goddamn superhero. Yeah. And then he's like, daddy, you don't, he's like, cause he saw a picture of me uh, fighting. He's like, what? You, you're not as big anymore. I'm like, I'm a different big and like joking around, but he's not having it. Yeah. And then I was like, man, I gotta get in shape for the kids. Cause and they're, it, they're beasts. And like, it motivates. I know everyone says this, but my kids are fucking monsters. I believe it. Like they're, they're big kids. You have, like, they have your genetics. So I believe my, it. And my girl's a beast too. She's really? Like, yeah. My mother-in-law's, you know, they're, they're monsters. They're so, monsters. They're genetically you know, By freaks. the way, you started by saying that you don't lie to your son. Yeah. Yeah. I do. Do so, you? Oh yeah. So uh, last, <laughs> last week or two weeks ago, I drove, um, a circuit of the Americas in Austin, Coda, like the F1 track. Oh, sick. And I took my GT4 on it. And I was, you know, and they sent me, I didn't even know they did this. They, they did a couple like short videos. So they sent it to me. So I, I was watching it at home and my, my older kid, he's like, is that you? How old is he now? He's, he's five. Yeah. Yeah. They know he's what's like, up. Yeah. He's like, that's you. He goes, that's your car. I go, yeah, that's me. He's like, did you race? And I go, yeah. And he goes, did you win? And I go, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. He's like, no. you won? Yeah. And I go, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. And he's like, they give you a trophy. I was like, nah, they didn't have any trophies. Not for today. this, man. They're I go, Bob fucking smoked everybody. Yeah. And he was like, yeah. My kid with, you know, I have that GT2 RS. Yeah. Don't and, flex on me. Like, no, I was I'm trying not, to say, I was cars, trying to, You have cars too, though. You have big on, cars man. too. You, that was, that was, You're a car guy. You just shitted on me, man. No, it's not a flex. That GT4 is dope. It's dope. You had a GT2 RS that you had modified. Modified. Which is the most unnecessary modification oh, yeah rogan goes what are you doing you're yeah. fucking this thing up i goes, zip it dude so uh <laughs> yeah let me live my fucking life yeah so i have problems so i get that gt2 rs and then yeah i, I modified it so it's at like 970 something horsepower it's, it's, a, it's a monster is it here no i okay. uh, brought the defender today have you seen okay. that no it's dope all right you let's know. check it out yeah. so but you know as far as LA goes, probably the fast car in LA. So it's whenever my son so sees silly. like a Lamborghini or something, he'll go, Dad, is your car faster than that? Than that? And I never lied to him. I go, yeah, yep, yep, yep. I go, yep, yep, yep. And then a, <laughs> out of all the fucking cars, a Bugatti just pulls, pulls up. up. And he goes, Dad, what's that? I go, that's a Bugatti, dude. Those are like million dollars. He goes, he doesn't understand money. He goes, a million dollars is that a lot of money? I go, it's all the money. Yeah. But it's all the money for yeah. a car. And he it's goes, everyone's money piled yeah, together. Yeah, like that's yeah. everybody's money. And uh, he was that faster than your car. I go, 
I think it is. He goes, no way. I, go, I think it is. And, and then he's like, is, do you think you could beat that guy? I'd be like, I'll fucking kill I'll that fucking guy. Kill that. You yeah. think he has a black belt? Yeah. No, dude. Uh-uh. I'll fucking destroy that guy. <laughs> I love that you told him you could kick everybody's ass. Yeah. And they're going to hear this now? How do you? And they're going to oh, go back yeah. in there on oh, Thursday. Yeah. They're going to be like, really? All of us, huh? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Everybody, I said it, dude. You see people just starting to go around you and you're like, what's going on? That see, but do do you have this problem? Like, like is your son in the sports again? In the sports? Yeah, he, he, yeah, a little he, bit, right? A little bit, a little bit, yeah. Like my son played soccer, and it's like wrangling cats, right? Yeah, like he's and, fat. My old, my my big boy, chunky. No, he's fast. Oh, he's super fast. fast. Oh, like God, he's, he's lanky. No, no, he's super lean, and and he just he wakes up and runs to our room. Yep, like hauls ass Hell into yeah. the room, and then he calls me Tom. Really? Yeah, he's, he's like, hilarious. He's like, hey mom, hey Tom, and hey I'm Tom. Like, Yo, come on, dude. It's dad around here, bro. I'm like, come on, dude. And he's like, you having a good day, Tom? And I'm like, yeah. Cool. We're, who's your real dad? Yeah. They'll say some crazy shit. Like, my yeah. son always go, it's hard being real, dad. I'm like, I don't know. What the, who <laughs> the fuck you did you get about? that from? He's like, it's hard being real. Being real. Being hard being I'm real. just trying to be real with you right yeah, now, dad. Yeah, I'm just being real, dad. You fucking fraud, dog. No, but he... Uh, <sighs> you fraud, dog. No, but he... Uh, yeah, like when he's doing jiu-jitsu, like, you know, if he gets into podcast instead of jiu-jitsu, yeah, that's my shit, man. I'll, yeah. I'll coach him up on it. So when he's doing it, I'll see stuff and, and I'll take him to the side. And like, I don't want you, I, I don't be that overbearing. Like, yeah, that's what I was going to ask but, you. But it's also like, you're, you're skipping steps, dude. Like, yeah. I don't want to tell the coach, but I'm like, so when he goes for water, I'm like, here's a square of water. You don't need all the water. Yeah. Let me show you like how you're going to, you should be getting here. Yeah. Like he's showing you A to D. You're yeah. missing B and C, dude. Yeah, yeah. This is B and C. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Does Do you get any, like, do coach? I can coach. kind of feel a little bit, but they, I think they have respect. They know who I am. You yeah. Know? They have some respect. So they, they know you're they not just it. like a crazy dad no. who thinks he yeah, knows how like to fight. Yeah, he's like showing some fucking world star Fight's videos. Fight's one of the, fighting is, there's, I think I said there's four things that a lot of dudes inherently think that they're good at. And we've done all of them. Well, it's Stand fighting, up, being, being funny, yeah, fighting, funny, funny, fucking and driving. Correct. Men think they're inherently good driver yep. a lot. Yep. They think that they're funny yeah. or if they're threatened by you, if they think you are, yep. uh, dudes, a lot is natural. Like I could fight yep. and like, and they're like, you, I can't tell you how many times I've been at zoo culture and I've had like YouTubers come up to me and be like, dude, I think I beat up Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, no doubt, dude, do that. Yeah. Go do, do that. Yeah. Go do that though. Yeah. But go do that. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, n- people don't understand what a train, like the difference between a trained fighter and like somebody who's just athletic and can throw a haymaker. There's that, but in yeah. same thing with comedy too. It's like, you're funny at the family barbecue, That's, but to put a set together yeah. to relate to a crowd, you, that doesn't know who you are is the, a different animal. That's just totally, they, they, cause people ask me that too. Like a lot of times guys will be like, I'm funny as shit. They always boast about, they're yeah. like funny as fuck, man. Have like, you ever said that in your life? I've never said that. No, no, no never. And I also like, I'll, I'll never argue against someone who doesn't find me funny either. Like when no. someone's like, I don't find it's you like funny music. I'm like, great. Well, you yeah. see it all the time. Like the, obviously the biggest guy in the world is going to get all of it. But anytime you have success, people are going to come out like, oh, that guy's not funny. Yeah. Like with Kevin Hart, he's not funny. Oh, he's yeah. not? Yeah. Well, weird. He's the biggest selling comic of all time. Yeah. So I mean. Year after year, year after, after year. year. But Someone he, thinks he's funny. Sucks. Yeah, he sucks, man. Yeah. He sucks. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. You just have to kind of. Yeah. You're not funny. You, Where my bank account begs the difference. <laughs> yeah, it's a, you just gotta, you have to go, well, I'll play to the people who think I am. I don't see you know? any of it. Do you, are, are you a social media guy? Like I, when I, you know how like Rogan say, I don't see it. When I say, I don't see it, yeah. I don't see anything. That's good. 
I post and I get the fuck out. That's I the way to do it. Nothing. It's dude. hard to, you don't, did you ever find, uh, see like looking at it hard to resist? Cause I feel like it's a natural thing. that's hard to resist. When I first got on, you know, years ago, cause you know, I didn't, you know, it's, I think we all did. We got on there and I'd post and you'd read how it go. And then once I realized like all these opinions, I'm like, Oh, this isn't healthy. And I found myself like my kid would be swimming and I'd be like on Instagram staring at other people's shitty lives or where the fuck they're doing. I'm like, this isn't good. What am I doing, dude? Yeah. So it was, again, it was my kid. I was like, yeah, this is just a waste of time. And that, like, I've never gotten a, a advice on there. I'm like, Oh, that's great advice. Dude. I'm going to use that in my set. Thank you. Never. That improves my life. Never. Thank no. you. Never. So I'm like, why am I giving so much attention? So I just got out of it. It's literally got out the probably one of the healthiest things you can do oh, for, for your mental your heads. Oh, dude, without a doubt, man. I notice sometimes I'll get busy enough that I'm not looking or yeah. posting it. And all of a sudden I'll be like, oh my God, like four days have gone by and I didn't post it. And I'm like, it felt good. Like, it felt good. Not yeah. Like good. if someone talks shit about me, like, you know, my brother, one of my boys, like, oh, you see this guy talk shit about you? I'm like, mm-mm. No, don't even tell me what he said. Yeah, and don't and don't show me his account. No, I don't no, want to know. Care. Yeah, it's not going to affect me. I don't need to way. know because whoever's doing it, they just want attention. I just, of I'm, course, I'm not here for it. Well, the, these guys, the, the guy, I I repeatedly hear the um the thing. The guy will go, "I'm really funny. I can make you know my friends laugh." Like he goes, "What's what's the difference between me being funny and oh, like dude. being a comedian?" I'm like, "Well, the difference is you are you're being funny to like." someone you're talking to and being funny to an audience. Like you have to communicate it to a large that group That don't know of who you are. They right. get the references. You know, it's a whole. Yeah. It's like, and then it's, I, I can't believe that that person asking it doesn't put that together. And they're like, oh yeah, I never thought of that. It's like, like you, you never thought of the most you obvious asking thing. asking this yeah. shows me yeah. that you're never going to make it. Yeah. Well, like even by asking. You haven't even start. Or no, it's like. The other one that I've heard dozens, I can't believe how many times I've heard this. Somebody goes like, I have like fucking 45 minutes of material, but I've never done it. I'm like, and you have 45? And they're like, I just got like pages of shit. And, that, and they're like, and it's good. And I'm like. Well, then you're set. Yeah, dude. Like, it like, sounds like, like go on the road, dude. He's like, what should I do? I'm like, just get on stage. Get on like, stage. Do the four, do that hot 45 on stage. I mean, I go start dog. open yeah. with it. Just do do it, do it all. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, that. What do I need to do? I'm like, just get find an open mic. Yep. Invite everybody. Have people come out and see you. That's probably really good. Your first time. Is your is your plan when you get to Austin? Are you going to be again? Because you weren't like popping up at the store, or the yeah. Proverb Factory here. They're your same shit. Build the hour on the road. So I, I have your podcast. Yeah, I have an hour and I've been doing, I have done some spots in Austin and like this week I'm in LA. I've done three, I'm, in, I'm doing four spots this week here. Um, just like. We're doing like jam in the van. I, I'm doing, I'm doing, um, what's it called? Uh, I did Supernova a couple mm-hmm. times. Best show. It's great. Best show in LA, I great. think right now. I'm doing the store tonight. I'm doing uh, Supernova again tomorrow. Dope. So it's a, like doing those spots and then yeah, like. There's more shows popping up in Austin, so I'll keep doing those, keep hot. But I'll, I'll like, I'm, I'm flying back here a number of times, and then, you know, I, my, I'm already. I mean, I've been on the road, so I'll keep doing the road. And then my, my tour tour starts in August, so you know, just big boy tour. Yeah, it's a long tour. Yeah, I just, you know, with with Austin, I, you know, it's gonna get there, and Rogan's gonna open up a, a place and stuff yeah. like that. You guys are out of your mind if things would be better in LA. It's just, I, it's just I, not, just, I don't think that, like, I never really thought of it as like, it's going to be better. Oh, I, just, I do. Really? Well, because we hear it all the time. Austin this, Austin that. I'm like, oh, don't I, get me wrong. I, it's, I'm more of a San Antonio guy. I love San Antonio if I was going to move. Yeah. And when every, and I even talked to you about this, like in the high of the pandemic and everybody's leaving frantic and, yeah. you know, LA's North Korea and blah, 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 and it's locked down here. 
I started looking at property out there and I'm like, man, I just can't. Yeah. I'm just not ready. And like, well, by you going, like you and Joe could move to Iraq and be fine. You know what I'm saying? But these other guys fall. I'm like, bro, you guys even make it in LA. You make it out there. Yeah. I, I don't know. Up, I can get up eight times here, dude. Yeah. And go on nine different major podcasts. What are you going to do? What are you, what are you gonna do? You're just going to bank on Segura and Rogan? That ain't the move. I don't know. I mean, I feel like in the short time that I've been there, uh, you know, I've, met like some great local people like great comics, people in texas but also like great people but like i've met local comics and then people that have moved there mm-hmm. like recently i do think we'll see a few more people move and maybe some like established people move there and then like you know the scene becomes what like what it'd it be is good. Yeah, yeah. It, but it's good for everybody if it becomes a uh, another hub it'd be great yeah. i mean you know ultimately like if if Austin becomes like a really great comedy scene, it's good for comedy. It's not great like it becomes, it's no. not like it's bad for LA or yeah, something. Yeah, I don't look know? at any, it's not a competition. No. Yeah. No, no. But I mean, yeah, of course I like, you know what I know something hilarious? I got, I was walking down the street and paparazzi was everywhere. In in Austin? No, no, here. Oh, here. Here. And um, <clears throat> this guy goes, Tom. And I was like, what's up, man? And he's like, I thought you moved to Austin. And I was like, I did. I got on an airplane. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. I got him playing. And then he was like, all right. And I just kind of gave him like the horns. And then I, I turned this <laughs> way. Texas. And then they fucking, I turned the corner and they ran and they surrounded me. Right. And I was like, is this a bit? Yeah. And then Am they. I'm punk? Yeah. And then they just start asking about the comedy scene and they're like, is Austin now better than LA? And oh, I was God. like, are you guys for real? Yeah. And I start answering their questions about the comedy scene. I was like, I think Which I was kind of like political about it like yeah 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 i was like everything's like both cool. spots are fun yeah was, everything's fun and they start asking me about biden and putin i was like what <laughs> like what you'll go down a weird road yeah. dude and then i and then it kind of ended and i was like all right thanks guys and then i was it hit me i was like hey why the fuck are you out here like why are you talking to to me right now you didn't come here for me and they're like, nah, little pumps next door. <laughs> I was nah, like, man, little pump I was like, right there, all you guys are here for little pump. And they're like, yeah, yeah, because he's shopping here right now. And I was like, okay. And then they're like, would you do? Would you work with him? I was like, with little pump. And they're what? like, yeah. I was like, yeah, let's do a song. Yeah, what do you want to do, man? Tell him, him. Tell him to hit me up. Yeah, but you're not gonna get that in Austin, dude. But hearing paparazzi ask you about the comedy scene, I was like, this is it's gonna hilarious. Control, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're trying to pit, you know, LA against Austin. Yeah, yeah. I Both are looking good. for like a, an inflammatory headline or something. Yeah, Fuck like, LA. Like Tom shits on LA. Yeah, it's just yeah. weird to me. And like, you know, Rogan would do it pretty frequently, like shitting on LA. It's like, dude, yeah. you were here fucking 40 years, man. Yeah, LA yeah, was yeah. pretty good to you, man. No, LA was, yeah, LA yeah. was great. LA's great. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm back here so often that I forget that I don't live here. <laughs> I'm literally here next week. I fly home and I, I come back here. And then I'm here uh, two weeks in July. But you're just doing that to until your podcast is built out out there. Yeah, the studio. I mean, it's like when you build a house. Like, I got this thing started. No the permits. I got started everything. like fucking nine months ago. And I got I'm started like, a year ago, dude. Yeah, and they're like, you know, maybe in August. I was like, okay. But in, it's even harder here in LA because of the COVID, because the, the the government's just, you know, they're like, permit for what? Yeah. We'll get to a bitch. We're trying to figure out these stipends. You do know? you know about tour protection insurance? What do you mean? I just learned about this. What do you mean? So you can have like, I have a tour coming up. I can sign up for an insurance that if like I get sick or something happens, I can get paid on those shows. What? Yes. Probably a fraction, all right? Like 50%. <clears throat> 
there's a deductible and you know you pay but you can you can get so this is what happened though now this is how insurance companies work now that the pandemic happened they carved out the pen like if a, if there's a if there's another a variant or something they're like that doesn't count oh fuck off but what happened was last year there was like major acts with this insurance and they all got, they got paid they got that's paid. why they paid out eight billion dollars damn yeah what a bunch of smart motherfuckers yeah but then out. how about you going like yeah i want that insurance they're like yeah but if that shit happens though that yeah, we ain't doing that again yeah not We're that talking about you break your leg, it's like the same thing happened in florida with um uh, hurricane insurance everybody would have it and they started to pay out for these crazy hurricanes and then they started to like reduce the amount of coverage you get for certain things then like you know mold became a an issue because everything with water yeah eventually leads to mold and they're like uh you know used to get like full protection now they're like you get mold coverage up to ten thousand dollars and you're like well what if there's a hundred thousand dollars in mold and that's sorry did you sign up for uh health insurance once you had kids like i'm sorry life insurance oh yeah of course yeah Yeah, 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 that's a dicey one yeah, that's morbid when they're like, and then when you die, um, this person will yeah, get Yeah, they're this like, who do you like, want to? And you're like, oh, yeah. man, I don't know. And they're like, but they go through everything. Because yeah. I tried lying. They're like, you drink? I'm like, never. And they're like, you do nicotine? I'm like, no, uh clean living hair, man. <laughs> and then they take your blood, they do everything. And then in my house, I have like a whiskey wall because I'm like a whiskey yeah. fiend. She's yeah. like, what's that? I'm like, special occasion. Man. Yeah, yeah. Everybody. But then when they do your blood, they're like, bitch. Like you, have, you have nicotine you fucking like you have nicotine fresh as marlboro body, in your system man. yeah the nicotine fucked me the whiskey then uh riding bikes really fucked me like my oh, really? premium's insane dude. is it really insane then they're like who do you want to get money and you're like hmm i know you gotta go through it yeah you're like oh. i didn't tell my girl how much they gave me <laughs> yeah <laughs> really yeah yeah i'm like it's all taken care of don't worry about it yeah yeah. yeah, I got asked to, and Christina was like, well, you're leaving it all to me. I, go, I wouldn't say all. Let's not get crazy. I'd say you get a check, you can pay your fucking phone bill. It is dark. It is dark, though, man. Yeah, it is dark. Yeah. You can pay your phone bill, but you're going to have to have cricket now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you're yeah. on that cricket plan. You're on that cricket, girl. You know what a ladybug is? They kind of flip, <laughs> or they just have the numbers on them. Yeah. Get that cricket. I got you, girl. Yeah. <laughs> it is so morbid when they're like, and then if you die at this. It's dark. Yeah, and then, yeah. And then they're like, well, you're clinically obese. Yeah. I took my shirt off. It used this little lady. Like, am I, bitch? Am I? And she's like, well, care. your body mass index. I'm like, but you don't take into account look at my me. height, my weight. I'm like, look at this. Yeah. She's like, no, I know you're obese. I'm like, man, fuck <laughs> you. And so my premium's nuts. I think I, I, if I get down to like 185, I'm still obese. It's oh, no. A, they, she was like, is there, you know, we could come back and do this and we can lose 50 pounds. 50? 50. She's like, you'd hit this threshold if you'd lose 50. That's such an outdated and I was like, no, like no. measurement. The yes, BMI it, is so... It's nuts. It's crazy. Nuts. Yeah, you're, how tall are you? 6'4". 6'4". 6'4", 250. I was 18% body fat. And they're like, you should be 200. Yeah. It's like, you're out of your mind? That's so crazy. It's like Dallas you would, Buyers Club. You would, you would need life insurance because you're about to die. Yeah. 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 Oh, you're trying to kill me. Yeah. Holy fuck, dude. But then when they, when they run your... They take your blood, you know, my business manager goes... Oh, you know, it didn't go well, which to be honest with you, so you're clinically obese, and then the whiskey, and then the nicotine, that's on your system, and then, you know, and then did, did you, like, work out that day? I'm like, yeah, I worked out right before she got there. I, I rode my bike 40 miles, and then I drank coffee. Like, yeah, your blood pressure was high, so she had to come back out. And do another And one. she knew I lied, so uh, she's like, you want to try this again? Oh. I'm like, give me that fucking pamphlet, bitch. And then- Now I give him the real deal, and I look like, you know, a fucking rock star. Sure. Nicotine, drink, drink, smoke, cocaine every now and then. Just yeah, kidding. Why not? You can't do whores the on the road. Whores, Just kidding. Fucking whores. Whores. Spotted dick check. I wonder if you could be like, 
do whores count? And they're like, what? I'm like, are whores a problem? <laughs> yeah. She's like, excuse me? Yeah. I'm like, I'm just, there's one here that says anything else. Should I put whores? whores? How, how much do you want for Because a whore could kill me. Yeah, a whore. They're pretty wild, man. I don't know. They're talking about catching something. I mean, like, whores get angry. and then... I can get exact names if you want. I'll call them. <laughs> they're under my phone as Miami. But... <laughs> <laughs> so many hoes in Miami. So many hoes. If you can't get laid in Miami. Bro, I was, I was. I did. I was in Florida more than I wanted to be during this pandemic because yeah. they were the only place open. So Miami, Texas, I probably. So I did uh, Naples, Palm Beach, fucking Miami Improv, Fort Lauderdale. I was all over Miami. Yeah, because Florida. Florida don't give a fuck. Dude, they didn't give a fuck. Yeah, they didn't man. shut anything down. Really, but just everyone out there has an ass. Everyone's uh, out there just. It's crazy. I mean, you just fall into fine bitches. I know. And it's like that culture. It's like, whoa, I'm not into this. It's the beat. You're like, ugh, gross. Ugh, gross. Get your perfect Colombian ass out of here. What's up with those heels? What are you trying to do? (sighs) Those poor girls. It's a curse. It is. Um, (laughs) I was just thinking about whores and I lost my train of thought for a second. (laughs) Oops. Oopsies. (laughs) How long is Bert gone for? He, He left in mid or like mid-April. God, dog. Yeah. He's going to come back in another, about another month. Jesus Christ. You just have co-hosts. Yeah, we banked like a bunch. It just wasn't enough. Yeah. He's an obese because you're like, you know. Is he obese? Yeah, he's obese. No, sure. I know he's a, no, he's a beast, but I'm oh. saying like. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, when, when he called, when he called you and was like, hey man, you know, obviously it's a big deal and you're not an asshole. So he's like, Hey man, they're going to make this feature film on my fucking life. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. The Russian bit. They're doing this movie yeah. where you're just like, hell yeah, dude, I'll hold the fort down. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. And I told, I mean, I told him like, we, we take care, we cover each other. And I was like, look, if, if you're gone for like nine months shows, you're still, the, the, you're still the yep. show. It's yep. still, you know, just come here and that's dope. It's still yours and you'll still get, yeah. It's just a beast booking co-host, right? Yeah, of course. I had to deal with obviously Callum was out for a hot second. Then oh, Felix. what happened with him? <laughs> <laughs> Is there yeah. anything worse? <laughs> Is there anything worse? It wasn't a movie that he was shooting, right? <laughs> yeah, he was shooting a movie in, yeah. Yeah. in Africa. He's gone uh, for a year and yeah. then just came back. Okay, yeah. good, good. My dad would do that. You know, my dad Peyton, has no idea. My dad, yeah. when I shot my special, my dad, and this used to be a bit, my dad goes, uh, I shot the special, you know, and he comes out the following week to see uh, my kid. And he, we're walking, and I'm like, in my head, I'm like, how's he, how's he not asking about me shooting a fucking special? Yeah. He has no clue. And then we're walking, we're getting like Panda Express or some shit, and he goes, oh, I meant to ask you, how'd your speech go the other night? Your speech? Yeah. I was like, you know what? Fuck you, man. Yeah. How about that? How yeah. about fuck you? But he has no idea. No what, idea. No idea. So when my brother got so frustrated because my brother went to lunch with him and my dad's friend, and his friend goes, I, your son's doing well. I, I see him. Like, What's he doing? My dad goes... You know, he's like an influencer. He's like one of those like, you know, Instagram influencers. My brother's like, oh my God, he's not. An That's influencer. not what he is. Yeah. yeah. My dad just has no clue. But my dad, my dad, They're checked. my they dad, we were talking on the phone. And this is like two months ago. And he goes, yeah, I, I see your post. I don't see Brian there. And I go, what? He goes, where's Brian? Did he quit? And I'm like, you have, oh, you have no clue what happened? He goes, no, I go, he, he, he's coming back, dad. I, <laughs> Maybe skip the details. What happened to Brian? <laughs> what happened to Brian? Anyway, tell me about the weather again, Colorado. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go back to that. It's not as humid today, right? Yeah. You guys still wearing a mask out there? Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing worse. No, that's pretty bad. That's yeah, bad. <laughs> Trying to find co-hosts? Trying to find co-hosts is, is That was like, tough with finding the kid, man. 
That's yeah. really, really tough. I bet. Most stressful time in my life. Really? Sure. Yeah. But you ended up making it work because you ended up bringing in other people and like you have like yeah, a set crew, right? Yeah, set crew. You know, gave Chappelle a big platform and, you know, he's ran with it and he's headlining his own tours now. And That's he's, awesome. You know, he's a monster. That's so, what you want, man. Yeah, it worked out People that like take the opportunity and 100%. run. 100%. Then yeah. Josh Wolf really helped me out. Joe Coy helped me out. They did what? They sat in or they? Yeah, they sat in for multiple episodes. Like, really? Guys called me like, hey, you, anything you need, let us know, man. And they would show up. You know, I'll forever in debt to Josh, Josh Wolf. That's nice. Because a lot of guys like, uh-uh. Wanted to stay away from your show. Mm -hmm. Really? Yeah. Hurt my feelings. That's interesting. Why mm -hmm. would they want to stay from you, though? Uh, I think just because the kind of the overall, like, maybe optics of it, you know? Oh. Maybe they have demons in their closet or just guy i don't want to be associated yeah, with i think it probably this whole year when like people getting shit for different reasons mm -hmm. canceled canceled and whatever um it makes everybody think of like their own worst thing they've ever done mm -hmm. and then it probably puts them on like i think so you know mm -hmm. on their heels like uh like yeah and the, <clears throat> i think with that obviously that stuff happened the pandemic people moving it's like the days of all of us, like at the store all at the same time. Those, you know, everyone's having a great time and we're all doing each other's podcasts. Like I was just talking to Tim Dillon about this the other day. We we're both in Miami and I was working for Showtime that Floyd uh, Logan. Floyd. I got to ask you about that. Yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah. And then he was uh, hosting the cryptocurrency stuff. Yeah, which yeah. is hilarious. Hilarious. The it, perfect person dude, to do he that. Roasted, he's so fucking funny. Yeah. You, you know Tim, right? Yeah, of he's course. the best. He's, he's hilarious. He's fucking, he's blowing yeah. up, dude. Yeah. He's the best. But I was talking to Tim and we were talking about just the dynamics of like the, the that kind of crew. And he's like, yeah, everyone's on islands now, man. Everyone's on islands. We're all doing our own thing. Yeah, like those days of us all together doing like everyone's on their own island. You got to take care of your own shit. You got to. But the cool thing is it, when when we maintain this of like the you know like the brotherhood of like oh dude I any major decision I make I text you Bert Rogan like yeah I like that we all stay connected like yeah. that and I and I have always you know I'll get burned out sometimes of comedy but I don't get burned out of comedians. No, Meaning like, I, I can be like, I don't need to watch anyone do stand up. Yeah. But I love comics. I love, I love the hang. Yeah, the hang. And I, and I I enjoy like those phone calls. You, anybody yeah. being like, whether it's talking about business, whether it's talking about joke writing, what, I, I enjoy it. I love that thing that has naturally built over these years. Of I told you, what, you know, you're my North Star, man. So when I was going to start my network, it's, you know, and you know better than Yeah, anybody. we talked about it's it. It's a lot that goes into it's it, It's a man. lot, yeah. And you know, everyone's telling me the best things about it. I'm like, yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. And I'm like, ah, oh, fucking Tom's done it, dude. I'm yeah. Call Tom. Yeah. And I talk to somebody who's. We talked about the good and the bad, and mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. And mm -hmm. it, I mean, it's just a different animal. It's a different animal. Yeah. Um. Oh, oh yeah. So I got to ask you about this. So I watched the Floyd uh, Logan Paul, mm -hmm. but you were there. Oh yeah, I was working. So, yeah. Um. I was like the Logan Paul specialist because he's a buddy. He's a buddy of he's yours. A buddy. Big athletic kid. Big athletic kid. Here's what's crazy about that is. I don't think people understand like Floyd also we know he makes a jagillion dollars and yeah. does all this stuff. But that's that's his thing. So when when Floyd does a pay-per-view, obviously Showtime is the cameras and produces it. When I say Floyd has to sign off on everything and he knows the camera angles, the walkouts, the song, I'm from detailed to detailed, I've never seen anybody so detailed in my life. Ever, 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 ever. With through any 
uh, any profession, when I sit in there and, you know, before the fight, we do, you know, the fighter meetings, when you see Floyd go, all right, this camera's gonna be here, this camera's gonna be trimmed, this guy, and then he's walking out 18 minutes after it, and you're just like, holy. It's on f-. that point. Oh, for me to work that, he had to okay it. Really? Oh, yeah. So everything, he signs off on everything. Every single thing. He's a well, when businessman, like, dude, to well, the- Well, that's the, his she, shit. That's and his I, shit, and he wants to make sure. Even the, um, like, the report that he gets- 50% of pay-per-view on something like that. Yeah, which is, million. It's a lot of fucking money, of money. for that he's exhibition. A mo- he's a monster, dude. He's a monster. But, so I just asked. Uh, well, are, you, are you a fan of, of this, like Logan, Floyd, like Jake Paul, Woodley? Well, like, I, I, you, I don't think I go into it as a fan. I, Do you I re- know them at all, the Pauls? I don't know them personally in any mm-hmm. way. I've known mm-hmm. who they are for a number of sure. years just from you know, the level of and exposure. They also live close to us because you and I were like neighbors. Yeah, yeah. They live like a mile from us. Oh, I, I had no yeah. idea. Um, so I, I never followed their stuff. I knew that, you know, they would get like a lot of attention and, and I would catch wind of that. Then I saw the, uh, I, I first, I'm trying to think of like the, I, I got real excited when I heard that Tyson was going to do the Roy Jones thing. Interesting. And, you know, that because it was, excited. well, because it was Mike Tyson mm-hmm. and like just being like going back, like the nostalgia of mm-hmm. being a kid and literally thinking that guy was like Superman you know like the baddest man on the planet mm-hmm. and i was like really and and also seeing that he was training again for it so i was like because he looked crazy in, in his pre and what did you think of the fight it was terrible terrible but i mean <laughs> See, also i got more excited for logan taking a chance than mike tyson coming back well when older guys come back i'm like what's going on there well I, like what bad decision but also did you make roy, in business we got to come back roy was not did not didn't look like he trained for it looked pretty soft he didn't look great. No, his life insurance probably pretty high. Yeah. yeah. And and it looked and I was like, uh but then And they also weren't hitting in the face. It was like this weird gentleman's bet, which is whatever. Whatever. But, but the then, Logan Paul Floyd, you were like, all right. Well, then I saw Jake fight the uh Ben Askren. Not I didn't see him fight Ben. I saw Oh, him. uh Nate, Nate Robinson. Robinson. Dude. And I Bro. from being from the little bit of boxing training that I'd had and going I was like, this it screamed to me um amateur energy of like from he, nate yeah because he would he would run towards him and i could see that the adrenaline was taking over and he was just trying he to had be, no idea what he's doing he was trying to be scrappy street fight like I, i'll fucking not gonna work and not boxing like not a even, professional not a professional but barely here, here's even. what's interesting like i knew he was again i didn't think you would get fucking highlight reel knocked out i knew he was gonna lose because i got word going to that fight like yeah nate didn't spar and I went, what? And my guys are like, yeah, he didn't spar, dude. Why? And I'm like, what the fuck? So, but see, that's that's the, that to me screams. I'm I'm a great athlete, mm-hmm. and that will translate to everything, which is clearly it does. He is a phenomenal athlete. He, fighting's different. Fighting Just, is they're, they're not the you, usually especially the top guys like you know they're not running four fours in the forty. They're not they're yeah. not forty inch vertical like right. not even close. But different he's, set of skills. But he's obviously not appreciating that right like you watch that and you're like he thinks which is weird that i can just go into this as a great at athlete. His level like how i don't know we're not whispering you're like damn no we should probably just like you know you look terrible right but people were like you're you're a bad like you'll beat this person because you're just like a better but, athlete but you know who did learn from that was chad ochocinco yeah so when i remember i was doing the weigh-ins i was doing the weigh-in show for that and chad ochocinco uh, you know i was like he's on this card and like yeah dude you, you get the notes I'm like, nah, i got him yeah 
And they're like, he's fighting this guy from bare knuckle. I'm like, oh, that's a two. Who, why would you match him up with a guy who's been bare knuckle? Yeah. Like, I'm crazy. I wouldn't fight him bare knuckle. That, those are guys are fucking savages. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, he lost. I'm like, but still. Yeah. When, in these amateur fights, usually the toughest guy wins. Yeah. The toughest guy, because technique goes out the window. Then when I saw Chad Ochocinco in there throwing feints, like using the footwork, I'm like, oh, he took this serious. He took it serious. He took yeah. it serious. Yeah. I mean, you could, you could tell everything about Nate in that fight screamed, uh, uh, extreme anxiety, apprehension, freaked out, amateur, freaked Didn't out. Want to be in there? He had crazy he energy, out. yeah, and he was just like trying to like lean in on like you, you can't. He was thinking like it almost seemed like he wanted to just like grab the guy and you know it's like yeah, but you got box. Yeah, him. You're not, star, you're, dude. Yeah. yeah. The, anyways, we all know how that ended, and I was like, well, this was kind of ridiculous. Still you know? fun though. Fun, yeah. I mean, seeing the memes were great. Um, sucks for him, but yeah, sucks for him. But then um, the Askren thing, I I I didn't watch the fight. I just. <clears throat> I, I remember the lead up like that and that Askren who I didn't know at all was kind of hilarious going into this he's thing. a great shit talker you, oh, yeah, you don't was, know Ben's a great dude I didn't know anything about him <clears throat> Ben's a great dude and even you know being UFC alumni I'm gonna root for the UFC guy over the YouTuber yeah so I had Ben on my show and we're talking and he the, the thing where I was like oh he might be in trouble is he goes you know he's a fucking YouTuber man he goes but if he can box I'm fucked and I was like huh? why He's like, because I can't box. Really? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, all right. And then I remember leaving. I'm like, oh, that's weird. And then I was in Miami doing shows. I was on tour at Miami Improv and I was at this hotel and Uriah Faber walked in. You know Uriah, yeah, Uriah right, is, right? Yeah. <clears throat> and Uriah goes, dude, I heard you because me and Rogan are debating uh, Ben versus Jake. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, but look at Ben's credentials. He's been with some monsters in this YouTuber. We, we don't know anything about him. And Brogan was the first one. He's like, dude, but you see the way he hit Nate like that? He, that was an accident, dude. Yeah. Like, there's something going on there. I was like, yeah. Joe. And he was like setting up and countering. Yeah, and his, yeah. And his footwork and his yeah. feints. And I was like, yeah, maybe. Or just Nate's real shitty. But then I was at the hotel and Uriah came up to me. He was like, I got to stop you. And we're buddies. We'd have talked to him. He's like, I got to stop you. I'm like, wait. He's like, dude, you, you, you got to take a look more at Jake. And he goes, have you seen his Instagram? I go, no, I don't. I don't have social media. I don't, I don't look at it. He goes, I'm telling you, you know, fighting, watch his sparring. He goes, watch this. And he brings it up. I go, holy, that's Jake. He goes, yeah. And just from his, like, you could be fighting guys that work at Starbucks, but just the way he's moving his uh, feints and uh, then his timing and speed. I was like, I looked at you around I'm like, this kid can fucking fight. Dude. Yeah. He's like, I'm telling you, man, the kid, the kid has skill. Yeah. He's like, Ben's fucked. He's like, I don't want to say it out, but I'm telling you, he's going to be in trouble. So I was like, I oh, might be right. And you see what he did to Ben. So Ben's when when Ben was fighting more his, world champion, but his his skill set was more on the ground. It was just a, it was, uh, so it was on the national so national champion in college, won basically the Heisman of wrestling division one at Missouri. So he's a savage wrestler. Went uh, was on the Olympic team right. and then uh, was a world champion at one championship, world champion in Bellator. Came over to UFC. He was like probably fifty percent when he had a bad hip. He won one fight against Robbie Lawler. Then, you know, he got murked by Mazadal. But um, never a striker. That, not really. a striker, but he fought strikers and was able to figure him out. But obviously, you had grappling. Yeah, he didn't, yeah. re couldn't rely on his boxing. But, um, you know, so once I saw him knock out Ben, I was like, all right. Even though Ben's not a striker, I was like, yeah, he, can, he got the talent. Yeah. And then when they said, uh, you know, he's fighting Woodley next. It's like, that's a fucking fight, dude. Yeah. That's a fight fight. Now, what do you think is going to happen with that? Oh man, I think, and I've had both of them on the show. In so any UFC guy who fights one of these Paul brothers, they've won the lottery. 
because you're getting paid the most you ever got paid to fight which is crazy which is nuts it's I mean, nuts it's a problem it's like that's you know a, the ufc's like you know uh, features and hosts like yeah, how yeah. are we still doing this yeah yeah whatever and there's but then there's like the one percent who make money They're like yeah, yeah. but look at connor like no no yeah. no yeah but what about these guys anyway yeah. so for woodley like it's a home run he's gonna make more money he's ever made there's a rematch clause if jake were to lose it's on showtime so that's good for business my thing with Woodley, and if you guys aren't balls deep in fighting, you know Woodley's lost his last four fights. Yeah, but he's but he's you know he's been boxing since I think two thousand nine at wild card. Like he's wild card trained. So he he's he, a hall of famer. Like yeah. Woodley can fucking fight. He can dude. box. But yeah. Woodley has you know he's, he's similar to me. Like while he was fighting, he was setting things up outside. Like you know, he has a a, a music career. He has a fucking. Oh, right. He hosts a show on TMZ. He has his podcast. He has he has his vlog. Like he has all this other stuff going on. So it's like I, in the in the UFC, and he even says he was like, I just wasn't checked in. So to, it, that fight comes down if if Woodley wants to win or not. Gotcha. Like if he actually wants to fight, you have a fight in your hands. If he doesn't, yeah, Jake does have the the capabilities to knock him out in the first round. Wow, that's what's crazy. That is crazy because he really does. I mean. I, I would I gotta tell you I was so I when I went to watch the um, Logan Paul Mayweather thing mm -hmm. I was like all right let's I mean this is I want to see what this is you know and I came out of it actually going like I, I don't know man I, I I have to say I I, I tip my hat to Logan that's like, where I, I'm at with it yeah that I I really did and, and and I don't see how you can't though like you're a smart dude so you tip your hat to it, but the so there's this video I know that he I could posted on mine and I went in the back of the locker room with Logan. And I was talking to his dad before the fight because his dad was so, like, I think Logan and Jake, they grew up with cameras in their face. Mm -hmm. So the this main event and all these people watching, they don't give a fuck. It, it, doesn't they, that's, it doesn't phase them. So I went to his locker room. They were like, all right, Shab, you're on in 10. It's going to be a live interview. Go back there. You know, I'm like, all right, cool. And in my head, I'm like, God, they're gonna, this is going to be a shit show. They're going to be shit in his pants fighting Floyd Mayweather, the best pound-for-pound -pound boxer of all time. Like, this yeah. kid's never won a fight. He's going to be shit in his pants. So I'm trying to think of things to say to him to calm him down. And I get back there, dude, they're playing literally yoga music. And he's just like, like he's getting ready to go on stage. Like it yeah. didn't give a fuck. And I go, dude, what's wrong with you? He goes, what do you mean? I go, you're not even nervous. He goes, nah, I would, you know, I'd lie to you and say I would on camera, but I feel nothing, dude. Like, I'm just going to go out there and have fun. I'm like, you're fighting Floyd Mayweather, dude. He's like, I know, crazy, right? And I go, dude, it's nuts. And I go, you're not nervous. He goes, no, I've already won, dude. He's like, I've already won. If he knocks me out, I'm a YouTuber. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. He's like, that's my, that's what I'm going to the, into the ring with. Then his dad, I see nervous. His dad comes over to me. So I go, this is the advice I can give you. Your, your son's already won and you never have to go through this again. He's gonna make more money doing this. He, you guys never have to go through this again. And Floyd's a smaller guy. He's older. So your son's not going to get flatlined like Nate yeah. Robinson. Yeah. He might get hurt and stop, but he's going to be okay. You guys yeah. aren't going to go to the hospital tonight. He's going to be, trust me, Papa, he's going to be okay. And he's like, oh, thank you so much, man. I'm like, I'm telling you, he's going to be fine. Yeah, you're thinking like. It's not like he's fighting France and Ghana. You know what I'm saying? Or like, if he's fighting like fucking. How fucking great. If he's fighting Deontay Wilder. I'll tell you what I would set up. Francis Ngannou or Deontay Wilder against Bert. I would tell Bert's parents like, listen, he's going to leave here on a stretch. It's going to be really bad. But he'll recover. If you can take out a policy where he can get one of those things where his eyes can look at the letters <laughs> on a board and then the speaker will Listen, say he's gonna be eating out of a tube for the rest of his life but it's gonna be all good it's gonna be all good <laughs> okay. he's never gonna do stand up again but that's all it's all good <laughs> he's never actually going to stand up but he again. won't have to do this ever again yeah 
Did you say he's never doing stand up again? No, he's never gonna be able to stand, stand up. He'll stand never, up. Like he's never gonna walk. He will lay down forever. <laughs> but we're here. But we're here. <laughs> Those guys would literally like could kill him. Oh, dude, yeah, yeah. nightmare. Yeah, nightmare. And Gano seems like the like a, a nightmare person to fight. Big dude. Big fucking guy. Big dude. Yeah. Oh my god. And Deontay's punches. Are so he's good. so yeah. He hits so it's hard. crazy. It's crazy. It's weird. It, you know, Deontay was with Showtime forever, and I'd have to interview uh, Deontay Wilder. And he's like, he's a passionate dude. And he's, he speaks well, man. Yeah, he's yeah. fun to listen to. But he'll just be like, man, this fight is stupid, stupendous. And I'm like, it's not a word, but we're just going to keep powering through in this. Because you're from Alabama. Alabama, yeah. And I, that might work there. And I don't yeah. want to be called racist. So yeah. we're going to power through this. Yeah, okay, stupendous. Yeah, the stupendous. Like, yeah, <laughs> no doubt, dog. Well, you heard it here first. Deontay Wilder, uh, stupendous. <laughs> You guys all got hit a lot, man. Yeah, you got this, man. Yeah, you're fine. Say whatever you want to say. Um, so, yeah, I guess that whole thing is going to, I mean, it feels like it's going to keep growing. The I don't know if it keeps going. No? I'm having this conversation with- It's too much. You always got to follow the money, though. You got to follow, like, and that's why Showtime's involved with it. Of course. I, I think it goes as far as Jake, uh, really Jake, if, if Jake were to lose to Woodley, they'll do the rematch. If you were to lose both times- I don't know if it sticks around. But then there's going to be somebody else who goes. I don't think so. Really? Mm -hmm. No one else? It depends how, like, how they, how it ends for them. Depends. Feel, because it feels like. Like if Jake's like, you know. The the parallel. Well, yeah. The other YouTubers are like, oh, fuck this. The stand-up parallel is, you know, actors and stuff. They, a show, whatever. They're not at the height of their acting fame. And then they go, I'm going to start doing stand-up. And you, you know, you see them on the calendars, like yeah. you're like, this guy's not a standup, yeah. but he found a way. And it feels like this is like that equivalent of like, you're not a pro, you're not a boxer or a fighter, but they're like, yeah, but I could get people to pay to watch me for a this. short while. Yeah. For a short the, while. The difference with them, it's like those actors, like they're not, they're not grinding with us on the road. Like no. they're just doing it to cover their fucking Malibu house. Yes. You know, like that's yes. why they're doing it. They're yes. not doing it because they love standup. Jake and Logan love boxing. They do love they it. They fucking love it. And they've dedicated their lives to it. So it's like, all right, there might be something here. They got to keep winning. And more. they're doing that all while continuing to do, I guess, what they do on YouTube or no? Cause they not use- really. Like Jake could do a little bit, but they're not doing like their vlogs. We're doing all that wild shit. And this is, this, you know, again, you don't know Logan, but yeah, again, smart kid, man. None of this stuff is by accident. Like Logan's a smart fucking dude. Yeah, so 26 and doing 26. Doing. So, you know, he's made some mistakes, no doubt. Not, I don't defend his mistakes, but... You know, he was like, no one was taking him serious because he's doing these vlogs at this real like young crowd. And then he was like, I'm gonna start a podcast because like I want to talk so people actually get to know me instead of just these, you know, this character I do yeah. on YouTube. So he started the, that podcast, Impulsive. It's one of the biggest podcasts in the world. And now I think a lot of people are like, oh shit, he's not an idiot. Right. Oh, this is a normal dude. Right. That's why he did it. Well, it's a, it's that's and then a- he and then he also you know also he's getting compensated for that so he doesn't have to do all this crazy wild shit when right. he's in a forest in japan and shit you know right well smart 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 move yeah but um, with it with him but then i'll make last point and then we can get off fucking logan no, paul's nuts when you know well, i saw him before the fight talked to him and i said for, for you just to not get knocked down in four rounds is a win dude here like yeah. going into this i want you to know like if you can last four rounds the best of all time with your experience this is a win, but did you think, cause I've heard people say this and I'm like, I don't know if that's exactly what we're looking at, but people go like, uh, Floyd knocked him out and then carried him. And so I'm like, he wasn't knocked no, out. Wasn't. I'm telling you, I was I, like, if, if this, if that camera's the ring, my yeah. seat was closer. Really? Like I was th- fucking there. But you know, the, you know, the, I, I'm yeah, talking I, saw, about. No, yeah. I, don't, I didn't see any of that. Yeah. I was like, well, he, I didn't he, see any of that. The, 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 I saw Logan like trying to get him to carry his weight. 
Yes. And that was Logan's game plan. Like right. being the bigger guy, get him to carry his weight. Solve that. Lean on him a lot. Trust yeah. me, if Floyd wanted to knock him out, yeah. he's not going to let him do that. He would have brushed him off. He would have held him up. There's, there's yeah. no reason to do that. I thought Floyd, because I started to see him work the body more, and I was like, well, this is the experience of a world-class My driver. prediction was fourth round, he stops him due to body shots. Yeah. So if you're not really He was giving trained, him a few. He was giving him a few, but then, you know, the problem there is you got a big young kid, 26 years old, way bigger. Floyd's 44. And what I'm telling you, man, I've, I've, you know, I've been around Floyd. He looked 44, man. Yeah. Like, I remember seeing him in the locker room. I was like, oh, wow, he's 44 years old. Right. And he looks it. And this right. is a problem. Right. Meaning he's not like he'll win. You're not like, oh, this guy. But yeah. that's what, when I went back to Logan's locker room after the fight, I went back and I was juiced because I was like, dude, dude, you won. Meaning yes. you didn't get knocked out. Right. You didn't win the fight. If, if they wanted to judge a scorecard, yeah. you lost the fight. Yeah. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about you with your experience. It's a win. Going eight rounds. I, I go, bro, you win. Be excited. Like yeah. you guys should be fucking thrilled yeah. that your son's not fucking break broke his neck out there. Yeah. Like eight rounds with the best of all time. He, He's never won a fight. He only has two fights. You still know your name. You know your birthday and everything. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, dog. Yeah. Now that's great. So that's why I was excited for him. Like you, like this is best case scenario for you. I mean, unless you knocked him out, but that's not happening. But this is great. How many jobs do you have, dude? (sighs) Well, you know, I think Showtime probably liked me to work like real boxing fights and like Bellator and other organizations have asked me. It's not. I don't. I don't. I have no interest in doing it. Okay. I, I like the. The kind of the shit show, like the the fun of the Logan and Jake stuff, and I'll work the Jake stuff for Showtime. But other than that, like I'm I'm good, man. I don't, you know, I don't. Yeah, I don't full do podcast that. schedule, touring schedule, with touring kids. schedule, and like I'm not, yeah, and kids, kids, the biggest thing. Like that's yeah. the biggest thing I learned from the pandemic. It's like, oh, I work too much. Yeah, and I knew I worked too much because when I saw Floyd, I was like, I don't know who I am. And he's with his entourage, and we're I'm walking in the restaurant, and he's walking out, and he goes, Oh, you that white boy that works too much? That's what he said. Yeah. He's like, I see you everywhere, man. You that white boy works too much. And I was like, yeah, I got a problem. Yeah, I got Floyd feels good. Says, it feels good. You know who I am, but yeah. also I got a problem. How but about- in the pandemic, I, I told my agent, I'm like, hey, no more three, four weekend tour dates. Two, yeah. two dates a month, unless there's like a one-off or a special occasion. But two, uh, and I'd like them spread out, not back to back. I don't want to be gone for my kids. You know how it is. When you have a kid, dude, when they're one, if you leave for five days, come back. I'm like, he's fucking... Like it's speaking Spanish? Yeah. Like yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, it's true. What the fuck? It's true. The leap. I mean, you know they the, make? Who the fuck talking yeah. about? Who, who's he? Who's throwing? You don't know how the football has. You don't know how to throw like, a football. I learned from somebody else, Tom. Yeah. I'm like, stop calling me Tom, dude. Yeah. Tiger's all, Uncle Dave was around. I'm like, we don't have an Uncle Dave. Yeah. Who's that What's guy? What's up, dog? What's up? With, where's Dave at? Where's Dave at now? Don't worry about it, Tom. <laughs> Yeah, but it's just like I don't want to miss that shit, man. No, for it, anything, it is the best. And yeah, you do like you come home and it's it's a new thing. The best. Yeah, you miss. It's also you know especially you know obviously pandemic LA was shut down, but now LA's open up. I'll start doing some spots, but I'm not doing spots like I used to. Yeah. I was doing Monday through Thursday, then on the road Thursday through Saturday, Sunday off. I was doing too much, too much. But you're but that also, fucking you're that white boy that works too much, man. I'm the white boy that works too much. You right, Floyd. You right, yeah, dog. Yeah, yeah. You right, dog. Yeah, white boy who works so much. But at the time, like I that when I was doing, you know, I've been headlining for, you know, I've been on the road six years now, dude, mm-hmm. six years. So when I started, I had to do that to to at least be able to keep up. Yeah. To what was demanded of me, like I, sure. it's what was required. Well, you had it'd be like like you know, going to fight and be like, yeah, I'm just not gonna train. Like, you, like I'm good with once a week. It's like, yeah, but, yeah. You, but you're the main event, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just once a week. No, like, yeah. people are paying to see you. Yeah, once a week. Once a week's fine. So no. I took that as like, oh, I need to. 
I needed, you know, you got to work on the craft. But now you know how to manage it. That's yes. the key. Yeah. Uh, where's that date? We're going to, what's the big show you got coming Oh, up? big one. So I think probably the biggest show I've ever done. It's uh, San Antonio, September 24th through the 25th. It's one show each night at the AT&T Center in San Antonio. Dude. It's the, it's the outdoor theater out there. That's exciting, man. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Big boy move. Congratulations. Thanks, brother. And people get tickets at? Uh, uh, FATKZ.com. F-A-T. FATKZ.com. FATKZ.com. Okay. Um, always a pleasure, dude. Love Thank you, you, man. Love you too, man. Thank best. you for coming. Thanks for doing this for me. Come Appreciate back to it. LA more. I will. I will. Come out here. All right. All right. See you guys. Bert and Tom. Tom and Bert. One goes topless while the other wears a shirt. Tom tells stories and Bert's the machine. There's not a chance in hell that they'll keep it clean. Here's what we call Two Bears, One Cave. No scripts, a bit of booze, amateur partology Dirty jokes, raunchy humor, no apologies Here's what we call